This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, just when Jared Haynes about to get both hands on the 2017 coach Killer Dally M, Robbie Farris says, All my schnitz. Gus Gould tells the Panthers that young Matt Moylan has gone to live on a farm with plenty of room to run around with Idris, Scripps, Mule and Lewis. Queenslanders to redefine the meaning of hedge fund as they pour $3 million into a meaningless trial game. Plus, we look back at all of the action from the final round of the 2017 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Episode 271 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. It's fucking pointy end of the year. Very pointy. <laughs> How fantastic is it? Oh, it's amazing. It's great. So you're pointy and you, <laughs> you sat on something very pointy in round 26. <laughs> A barbed eagle cock buried fucking to the hilt. Eagles don't have cocks, Nathan. They have cloacas. <laughs> That's actually, that's an asshole, isn't it? Well, a cloaca is some weird, fucking horrific god's mistake of an orifice where piss, shit and jizz sort of fucking come together and occasionally spurt out, which fucking describes the Manly Club quite well. Fucking cloaca. And they dump that entire fucking buffet. Yeah. They sure did. All over. You can't side. <laughs> youth. It's it's youth. like the the Neverland, the Neverland Ranch was like a fucking wound the clock back to fucking wound, wound the clock back to the fucking late eighties, early nineties. As as the as the the young young so young Penny Panthers would absolutely bukkakeed. It was almost like the fucking. It was almost like they were trying to fucking select a new pope. Look, it got it's, so messy up in there. It's, it's not exactly, you know, bukkakeed. Couldn't hold us out. Yeah, we'll get to that. But I mean, it's pretty clear what fucking happened there too. It was almost like it was. It was. It, we just showed that you know, it can be brutal and teach lessons yeah. at the same time. Show mercy. Yeah. And compassion. Well, look, you know, because we didn't know at the time that the cowboy, the the, the, the fucking dragons were going to choke massively. One well, of the greatest what, chokes of all time. Who's Manly's most most famous member? Thomas Keneally. No, it's Tony Abbott. See, I didn't know. When that. everybody thinks of Manly, you know, notorious Manly fans, Tony Abbott comes in, and you know, as far as I know, yeah, the only members of our LGBTI brothers and sisters are Dragons fans. So it is completely within character that you fucking bigoted cunts decided to not only you know punish the poor fucking millennials who just want their fucking overtime <laughs> and penalty rates. They want to be the CEOs of the NRL. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <No>. one does. <laughs> um, 
And then, you know, once once you're done basically fucking buying all the real estate and making the cunts rent from you. Yeah. You 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 go after fucking same sex couples and people who are different, you know? You cannot possibly different genders. You cannot possibly that was actually the fucking ISIS out in the West that put, that, that put it on the no, that put it on the dragons, not us. It it's just you know it's it's the fucking cloacas go. It sure it uh, it uh and look, am I against the dragons getting fucking parted out with massive choking like that? No, no, you I'm know, not. But and you fucking hate refugees too. Like who's a refugee? Gareth. We fucking welcome welcome Duarte into the side. He's a valuable member of our team. Yeah, but you're making somebody else pay for him. Well, yeah, I mean, like, who else has to pay? I mean, this is this is the thing with the refugees, isn't it? Someone's got to pay. Well, so he's got no choice but to come and work for you, and you're not paying for him. I know what that sounds like, Nathan. He was in fucking detention in Newcastle, fucking up, up in fucking up in fucking Knights Island. Oh, so he's he's in a fucking paradise on the beach, and then all of a sudden the fucking white man show, and drag him. To a strange city that he's not familiar with, where people speak a language he doesn't understand. And give him a prestigious job. Dare I say, one of the most prestigious jobs in all of it, all of the NRL. What, where if he does a good job, everything's okay? But he's beaten and berated if he, you know, stuffs up. He'd never be ber- beaten or berated. I mean, he doesn't get shipped off to the fucking farm like happens over at Ben. He's like, where's, Ma- where's, where's Maddie? Where's Matt? Where's Matty at training? This is the fucking talk on Monday. Yeah. Where's Matty? And Phil goes, "It's okay. He's just he's going to live on a farm." That's it. It's funny that story. I've probably told this story before, but fucking had this dog when I was oh, how old would it would have been? Like pretty young, like like ten at the most, probably younger than ten though. And uh, and and this fucking dog was like a cattle dog, and uh, we had like one of, between us and the neighbours. We had one of those fences, like the you know the wire that. Link fences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a usual suburban sort of fence you see. And these fucking kids next door, the, there was three of them. And the middle one would always have his Batman mask on and be kicking the fence at the dog and trying to roll the dog up and everything. And the dog's trying to, you know, go up the fence and and, uh, and hated this fucking cunt. <laughs> then one day, sometime down in the future, they're all out on the footpath and our fucking gates open. <laughs> And the older brother's wearing the Batman mask, <laughs> and the dog and the dog has just fucking flown at him and and, and got him. Well, I didn't get him bad, but like he fucking got him. Oh, that's fantastic! So he, he definitely did give him a bite, and um and so then okay, so there's obviously fucking trouble, and and uh, and then the parents are like, yeah, you going to live on a farm? <laughs> years later, fast forward years later, and you go through evolution as you grow up, and like yeah. I'm okay, cool. He lives on a farm. That's great. And then yeah. you get a bit older, you go, you motherfuckers are lied to me. The cunt got destroyed, <laughs> and I, I, it was only probably. <laughs> It was twenty years later. I said to Mummy, "You know, fucking bogart, like you fucking, you, you, you fucking told us you went to live on a farm and and, and you know had him fucking destroyed or whatever." And she like, oh, "No, no, actually, for real, no, he, he did. He did, he did yeah. go. You know, you know, your uncle such and such had a fucking baby. Yeah, he took it. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, well, there you go. So, kids, <laughs> don't feel." If your mum, if mum and dad tell you the dog going to live on a farm, sometimes it actually, it actually really does happen. Yeah, before you have to. Not much the case. Time, not the case with yeah. Maddie Moylan though. He's gone to the same the same farm. They fucking they, they jammed Grebsville. Fuck! I tell you what, though, Penrith fans had a bit of the fucking tigers about them. How so? Well, do you, do you remember the fucking the turn on Benj? Yeah. Well, I must admit, the general vibe of things oh, is, now? That, is that maybe Matty Moylan isn't as amazing player as he was six or seven days ago. <laughs> 
yeah. I don't know what happened in the last six or seven days. Maybe it's because of the hamstring. Maybe he's just not. He can't run. I don't know. But there's something out there that's telling me that he's not as great as he was. Hmm. As his number two fan, you know, roses are red, violets are blue. Horses that lose are turned into glue. <laughs> so. <laughs> Now, as his number two fan, how are you feeling at the moment? Um, do do we want to go into this now, or do you want to do it in the news? <sighs> Fuck it, let's just do it now. We're it's, it's it's we're in the zone to do that now, so okay. let's do the Matty Moore thing now. Um, look, this show doesn't conform to fucking rules and tight segments. We can put shit wherever we want. We don't do our segment kegels. <laughs> Just fucking. There's no one fucking. There's, there's, there's no overlord fucking telling us what to do. Segments are just fucking wibbling all over the place. <laughs> fucking. Um, Terry folds. <laughs> Terry segments. <laughs> um, oh. There's there's a lot of uh, shit that's gone down recently, like like stuff with Hayne about, you know how how he. Um, said to the media that the coach hadn't spoken to him or this, that or the other. And that's the difference in the sort of human being that they are. Jared Haynes fucking dropping scandal nuggets to reporters while he's yeah, on the beach. Yeah, yeah. The, the Moreland stuff's just conjecture. And, and the media, as they do, they go digging and talk to sources close to the player or sources close to the club. What I What I've heard is that and I must admit, it's not being reported like a lot at the moment. It's like, but but there is a, the the general vibe seems to be that something something's happened last year even. It was when they with ab- Griffin. It was when they fucking dominated the Cloakers last year. Um, and the story goes that at half time, Griffin had had a massive personal go at Matt Moylan in front yeah. of the team. Yep. Now, for time immemorial, that's always been the, the number one rule of, you know, disciplining or managing or, or taking care of problems within a group is that it is very rarely ever the right way to go about things. But it can be, though, this is the thing. I wouldn't do it with a gem, little fucking millennial. Mate, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, when millennials were still fucking... Worried about pubes and yeah, what? but I mean, like the the flip side of that is like the Melbourne Storm. One of the major keys of their success is the fact that it's full on honesty sessions on video every week after after, and anyone can say anything, and no one's allowed to fucking take it personally. No, that's what I'm saying. I know, but that's within that club and that culture, and I think it would also be safe to assume that if it is an honesty session. Then it is an honesty session about the game. Apparently, this was personal. Yeah, so, yeah, personal. But is it is it personal in terms of like you fucking should be doing X Y Z and you're not and you're doing a, and then you're doing A B C? No, the, or is it personal as in motherfucker? Look at your boots. <laughs> this is the reason we're in this position. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it, it was really personal. Like personal? So what, 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 how then? How do you know it was really... You are saying it was some authority. It was really personal. Like, for example, what... No, it, it wasn't just about what was happening on the field. Yeah, so what then? Well, I wasn't in the room. Yeah, but I mean, you're saying it's very... I mean, you're saying it like you know something. Yeah, I've, look, I've spoken to somebody and they've said that it, it wasn't about 
what was happening on the field. Yeah, obviously, give me an example. You don't have to say exactly what, so, but you can just you know you can throw the ballpark no, out there. That's it. So, a uh, my my feelings on Hook have been well documented. You love him, coach for liking him a five year deal, right? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Got you to the finals. Um. And and if if that's if that's what he's doing, then then that's that is just a, a fucking massive blunder on his part. Because again, I, I I can't see that situation where that doesn't put somebody offside. It's not an honesty session. It's not everybody sitting down and being open and being able to admit their mistakes and working together to build a better club. Having a crack at somebody. You never do that in a position of power. The only problem right. is, we don't really know what was said. No, we don't. However... And you're going to fucking saguna it up. However, on Matt Moylan... Did he fuck Bryce Gibbs' girlfriend in front of him or something? <laughs> he did. Yeah. On Matt Moylan, he has a, a five-order, you know, four years remaining contract with the club. Yeah. Penrith aren't going to ask other clubs to take him because every single club is savvy enough to say that, for example, if he's on 750 a season, they'll go, well... We'll take him, and you motherfuckers is paying. That's it. So, you know what? We think he's worth three, and we'll be happy to take him at that. Yeah. So he will need to ask... Got concerns about the hamstrings. That's that. (laughs) That's a discount. (laughs) (laughs) What's, what's this dripping out of here? <laughs> what was your grounds called again? <laughs> um, so, it, if he leaves, it will be because he has asked for a release, and it has been granted, and then he will be free to then enter into a new contract with a club. Yep. I'd personally hate to see him go. I, I think he is a fantastic player, um, and I think that, take into account that this is his first year in that playmaking role he's the sort of natural footballer who will, will get better and better and better the concern I have and again I, I speak about it almost every week is you have those ability players versus effort players and at some stage he needs to start matching his ability with his effort yeah I mean because if there's if it's true that he's not been you know rehabbing his hamstrings and you know the reoccurrence of the injuries 100% you know, that's that's some Bullshit, fuck it. That, like, I'm not going to say it's on the level like of a carny, but it's still in that fucking. It's that ballpark of like a fucking completely unprofessional. Yes. Dude, no fucking regard for you know the actual club or you yes. know, his, his his career and so on. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Well, look, I, t- I, t- oh, I, yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him at my club. I think. I just don't know where. I mean. Unless, unless, like, for if like Blake Green was to leave or something like that, then you know maybe. But I mean, he's, he can't be fullback. Yes, he can. I mean, he can't. He can't be fullback. He, I mean, fullback's be- lock, fullback's he can bend down up. and touch his toes without Full- fucking doing his discs. Well, he's gonna have to if he fucking wants to come. If he wants to come to that club. The Panthers are gonna have to do that, and he, they're both taking discounts, fucking throwing money. He's, oh, he, he can come. To, he can come to us on a fucking Uarte deal. He's blonde hair, blue eyed. You guys won't subjugate him. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. What you, should, what, you, what you should be saying is that we would be delighted. We would fucking shift heaven and earth to get such fucking um, <laughs> to get to get such fucking proud stock into our into our ranks. If you, if that's going to be a narrative, no, because there's no way you'd beat Cronulla if that's the defining characteristics. 
What <laughs> beat Cronulla for the signature? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, I, I think Cronulla's probably you know shaping is probably most likely because it looks like Maloney's <laughs> Maloney's this fucking accessory accessory merchant. He's <laughs> he, apparently he's been demanding a million dollars a season, and that's why there's a <laughs> and that's why that's why there's holdouts over the <laughs> and like he's not going to get that out of Penrith, but if no, if Moreland comes on the market for cheaper then. Yeah, you know they'll be like well, fucking see, it. and then yeah. you'll end up with you'll end up with Maloney. No, we won't. Oh, yeah. If we if we allow Moylan to be granted a release because yes. we're happy with Cleary and Tyrone May, you can't be you can't be happy indefinitely with Cleary and Tyrone. Tyrone May is a good a good like he, he's a good placeholder. Yeah, but he can't kick. He's a, he's like he's solid, but he can't. He's 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 not he's not the future. I, I'm concerned. I don't want to be the only club that James Maloney goes to and doesn't win a premiership. <laughs> well, it's, got, it's going to happen to someone, right? I know. I just don't want it to be Penrith. <laughs> That's a weird um, criteria for not wanting to do that. I thought it'd be because, like, you know, he gives away a thousand penalties and misses a thousand tackles. Yeah, and that, well, look, he will. Fit and you right don't need, in. and you don't need, like, you don't need a gun goal kicker because you got one. Like, you know, they're the sorts of things. I'll be, you know, he'll he'll come in. <laughs> Missed, missed three tackles, give away a penalty for a head high right in front. And he's worried everyone's angry. <laughs> I'm home. And then Hook will fucking tell him what's up. <laughs> then yeah. he'll get sent to the farm. So, uh, the other thing that's been fairly fucking comical about this shit is, um, you know, uh, if, if there's one thing that, that Gus and the Panthers do fairly well generally, it's this sort of media bullshit. They came out and said, we've had the conversation. At yep. this stage, he's committed to Penrith. We are committed to him. Out of respect, neither Matt, his management, or us will be making any further comment. They're good at shutting it down, but there's also a lot of respect given to, to Gus Gould because he's already got that position in the media, so he can he can talk, he can have Rabs yeah. ask him shit, and he can and, and he can you know play it with a straight bat all through a fucking Friday night football telecast as well. So they're in they're in a very fortunate position as far as being able to manage the media yeah. and things like that. Um, and then all of a sudden. The fucking loss merchant, Paul Gallen. Loss merchant. <laughs> decide, well, fucking seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the cunt is a career loser. He was a fucking grub. Yep. A drug cheat. Don't forget racism. Fucking a racist. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden now he thinks his opinion needs to go out on absolutely everything in rugby league. It's because he's got the media job now. He he is it's like the, Talis. I was, he, yep, I said that um, to a couple of guys this week. He is the future Gordon Talis. Yeah. So, um, look, I really do hope Matt Moylan stays. Um, fuck, it's it's put me in a tough boat because I don't agree with the the players killing the coach, but but you don't the, like the coach, and the coach needs to be killed. There's exceptions to everything. <laughs> Um, sometimes, sometimes the coach has got it coming. Yeah, I. Again, it's yeah, scraping into the eight. Yeah, is still an underachievement. Well, it is when preseason, when you know, he was you know premiership favourites or you know up there. Oh, you know, yeah, that, that was Canberra. always going to be over the top, but especially scraping into the eight mm-hmm. on the back of Knights, Tigers, Dogs, like the fucking shit poverty teams yeah. that should all fucking relocate themselves to Perth. Relocate themselves to the fucking... Yeah. Um, the dustbin of history. <laughs> it, it's a massive underachievement. And yeah. and when they fucked Ivan off after the 
the injury season from hell because he was tired. Yeah, whole team looks fucking tired at the minute. <sighs> fucking hell, man. We'll get, yeah, that'll be later. But, yeah. um, yeah. I, I really do hope he stays. Um, but if not, um, I, I really hope that, that he's successful in another club. It might be another Lewis move where he's reinvigorated. Yeah, the thing is, his talk he's gone. He's gone that bad though. Either <laughs> like, yeah. he doesn't. Ha- he can just go and play, you know, like that. As long as he doesn't stays out of the fucking way of you know whoever the good player is in the team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. doesn't doesn't fucking doesn't doesn't mm. clear him like he's been doing. Um, <clears throat> okay, so mailbag this week. Um, Total Ben RL said he has technical difficulties with his Twitter account, so he wants to say it's Alpha Ben RL now. Technical difficulties. Well, that means he's lost his fucking password. Or he's called someone a cunt and been suspended. <laughs> <laughs> call the blue tick. It's like pretty much automatic though. You call like a blue tick a cunt now. Yeah. And then you'll cop like your 12 hours, whatever whatever that first step yeah. is, right? Um, if it keeps happening, like say you do it like once a week, you know, you ultimately get permanently suspended. I'll tell you what, these fucking blue ticks on Twitter. Motherfuckers they are. Yeah. Fuck them bitches. But it's okay now. It's, it's like the fucking, it's like society with the SJWs at the moment. Okay. Right. It's it's great to be a member of a collective or a community until it's so great and wonderful that enough people join that that you're the majority. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden you're fucking evil. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple there that make me think, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, sneaky nz06 tweeted us this afternoon and said, "New to Twitter." No fucking idea what I'm doing, but because of Twill, I signed up. This is on YouTube, bitches. He says that, but he's got a profile picture. He's not an egg. So he's, there's a lot of people that don't know what they're doing and yeah. they actually mean it. I mean, he's got half an idea. That's it. Fantastic. And the first three tweets from his account, that was about the fifth tweet that he sent us. The first one was retweeting something about Star Wars, and the next couple were ones that he'd linked his Twitter account to some app about you Drink. know what you've been drinking, yeah. what beers you've been That's drinking. Fantastic. So, so, yeah. You you, uh, you protest too and look, much. I, I was really going to feel sorry for you and offer my condolences because you know being New Zealand, I assume you're a Warriors fan. Yeah. Um, but then I saw you're a Broncos fan, so you fuck can go yeah. fuck yourself. Yep. Um, CK Jonesy, my buddy Jonesy, he's uh, he's sent, he sent me this through the week, and this is news to me. He said, just a reminder, as it now as it's, as it's now offline, and he sent me a link to the you know the uh, was it the, the Internet Archive. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> the Wayback Machine. The Cooper Cronk's fucking website. The, you know, the burning thing and the best, Super the best sinews hot, the and, sinews the, and yeah. the best hot chips ever. And it's offline. So if you check out, if you check our likes, look for Jonesy's tweet and it's got the link to it so you can still enjoy all the goodness. It's still it's been archived. However, it's not, it's not there. And then, oh, then they've got me like doing scans and stuff like this. He fucking like not renewed his domain name. Oh no, the domain's still there. They've just taken the site off there. But then there's Cooper, that's coopercronk.com. And cooperconk.com.au is available still, which so so in a massive failure of his management and slash just general brand fucking one hundred and one, coopercronk dot everything except for dot com is pretty available. So I'm just you know do what you will. So so should I say if if Mister or Mrs Cronk is interested in purchasing those, they should contact Hello at. <laughs> no, no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't contact me because although I will let you know that. Um, if you if you if you're new to the game and you never bought a domain name before, when you're doing the dot com dot au one, they'll say like you know you need to have like a it needs to be like your name or like a name of a business that you have or something like that. Just check the box and say fucking yeah, yes, it is. Cool. 
Every time I buy a domain, I say, yeah, it's a, it's a new product I'm developing. Nice. Like, it never comes back. The only thing is, if you do anything bad with it, you're fairly exposed legally, <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, just a just a fun little uh, tidbit. Um, Shunter86, as a retort to the fucking Dragons fans, who no doubt having an awful fucking week and completely deservedly, they brought it on themselves. Twill host teams in the finals equals two. Mm, good stats. It is a great stat. Was that our friend JDHD? No, that was our friend uh, Shanta. No, 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 who tweeted originally. Oh, there was there was JDHD and it was also De Niro as well. Were both, yeah. like, JDHD was the one that, that lumped the Dragons wins in against the Tigers. And uh, and and De Niro was just like, oh, you know, two, yeah, four wins. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a fucking shame that only actual you know, competition points count for getting into the eight. Yeah, that's right. You're fucking clutching at straws, motherfuckers. The thing is, they went off. The, the, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I, th- I thought that the Dragons were definitely. I thought they were the guaranteed team out of that. You know, the that, the bottom half that of the batch, eight, yeah, yeah, out of the four teams that were vying for the three spots. I thought for sure they were. They were the ones certainly because their four and against were so good, and you know they've been playing reasonably well. Blah, you know they had how, a, how much an do easy. Can, how much to Canberra hate Matt Moylan right now? <laughs> <laughs> so um. So yeah, no, look, I, th- I thought the dragons were going to win too, but fuck me, I mean, they 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 choked beyond all my wildest my wildest fuck. dream. I mean, like this day they was they went the full Hutchins Mars bar up the fucking was that, and everything. Was that just an eighty minute display of the brownie and the fucking Thompson's head pass <laughs> like that? Like that that pass was yeah. that whole game condensed down to an instant. <laughs> Uh, Dragons. I was Dingo Dan. Do you think Bellamy would be able to turn Dave Taylor into a player considering his track record, or is the potato too far gone? Look, I would. I think as a as an example, and I don't think it's a, a perfect example, but Bellamy has failed before, uh, and the exhibit A would be uh, George Rose. But the thing is, when Bellamy fails, it's not a spectacular flame out. They'll be off the bench for a game. They'll be shit. They might have a poor attitude in training, then that's yeah. you know, I'm sure Dave Taylor would. And you just never see them again. They play for fucking whoever the feeder is up here these days. Yeah. I mean when, Sunshine when, Coast, whatever. When Bellamy fails, he fails fast. Yeah. Yeah. And he so. and he's not really massive on, on second chances. So like I mean, even look at Nate Miles. He hasn't done anything wrong. Uh-huh. But he's only played like what, one game off the bench, uh-huh. you know, if that. So he's but one game off the bench, maybe two. And that's since like the origin period. Uh-huh. He was kind of bored almost for like, you know, cover at that stage. Yeah. And he, you know, so and he has he hasn't even used him. So Bellamy will just yeah, he he won't persist with a guy to try and make him into a player. Hmm. He'll he'll if he may or maybe if he passes the attitude test, maybe he will. I don't know. But I just yeah, no. Yeah, there's also diminishing returns on somebody as old as Miles. Yeah. So. Yeah. So uh Giannis underscore Mateus. Why this podcast wasn't called Fuck Puppets is beyond explanation. <laughs> that or Lincoln Park's hits from the grave. Look, there's, yeah. This is habitual line steppers last week. Turtle Killer 197. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get more hate for that. We got, we got like about three tweets about it and they're all like, fuck me, that's hilarious. <laughs> which says, which says everything about the, about the, the listenership that we attract. And, uh, that's fantastic, and especially when there's just, there's so many mystery listeners out there as well that are like they're not they're not on social media or they just, they just listen they don't choose they choose not to interact with the, mis- the mystery listeners far outweigh 
the vocals. Oh, like like it's it's Ten basically million. like social media with life. Yeah, there's a fucking vocal minority. <laughs> And as others just sit back and just enjoy the ride. Um, Turtle Killer One Nine Seven. Huge respect for your NRL player salary viewpoint. It's, it's the only valid viewpoint, in my opinion. Mm. Solzy Zero Four. Even when I don't want a bar of rugby league, I still have to listen to this week in league. Still number one, boys. Thank you, sir. Oh, gentlemen. And uh, Green Machine Pod, I presume, is uh, on hiatus until next year. Unlucky. <laughs> yes. Mr. Underscore Wars. Listening late because of work, but uh, Jay on the Broncos bandwagon and the pedo slash depression lols made this week's one for the ages. Um, yeah, well, I guess we're off the bandwagon now. And you know what? We were on the bandwagon, and they still didn't really fucking achieve. No. Like, they they got the win, which was great. Hey, what was the pedo depression thing? Oh, I don't know what the pedo thing was. I'm shooting the depression thing. I think that's like that's like Lincoln Park stuff. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> It wasn't so much the depression thing, it was more suicide thing. No, we weren't saying anything about depression, I don't think. Well, I think it's pretty safe to say that no one's ever done that with a smile on their face. <laughs> or if, fucking with David Carradine or whatever. Except Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins. Yeah. <laughs> Although, it is hard to smile going... <laughs> going out like a turbo. <laughs> you cunts are all lucky this is not a visual medium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jay did one of the most... Like, Compelling, <laughs> compelling faces of death. The effort face. <laughs> uh, Wars again. No, he said, home alone next weekend. I'm going to get a load away for every try scored over the first round of the NRL's final series. And he's got a hashtag, end up like a Sultana cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're talking about mental pictures and visuals, um, <laughs> Dominic's tweet is with his frankly repugnant handle of at N-D-E-R-S-C-R that's fantastic motherfucker <laughs> put some underscores either side of that oh, if you put an underscore between each letter and you, you're guaranteed to be blocked <laughs> <laughs> what's the story of Matai missing his own brookie farewell look from it's my understanding I mean he doesn't he doesn't live in the area anymore he lives up sort of near um northern New South Wales yeah, manly fans however manly fans don't travel that's the story Manly fans is, uh, don't travel. Thing, thing That's is, it. I hear he's I hear he's not so much of a fan. It's <laughs> just part two. Um, it's funny though how like how uh, geographically separated the you know the homies have become. Like I mean I don't know where fucking Glenn is at the moment. Uh, what Mo's in, in in Sydney still, but Brett's mostly down in Melbourne. He's got like a uh, like a Japanese restaurant. You know, sort of thing going on down there in Melbourne. So he's in Melbourne all the time now. Ah, uh, does he? So. Uh, I'll, fucking, I'll go fucking hit it up when I'm down there for sure um, but also then Matai was just fucking obviously I said it as I tweeted out so he's astrally projecting into Brian Kelly to fucking to basically take, take the wheel so that motherfucker could do something and boy did he um, okay game for the ages astrally project okay, fuck we, we're on a chemtrail soon <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna get into flat earth and all that shit are we Oh, yeah, we've already done global hotening. <laughs> Very scientifical. 7-Eleven was a conspiracy. <laughs> it is. Putting chemicals in their motherfucking slurpees. <laughs> now, Twill Tourist, which I'm going to say, fucking dark horse for hashtag of the year, quite uh, frankly. Yeah, fucking oh, it's great. It's going off. Um, we've got a Beer Boy 182. 
and he's uh, in Fess, Morocco, and he's fucking loving life over there, wearing the undefeated shirt in Morocco. Uh, Bethany underscore B underscore 97 said, repping Twill Nation at the uh, Storm vs. Raiders game. Fantastic. Well, look, it's not Twill Tourist if you're in your own city, though. You live in Melbourne, fuck's sake. But just... <laughs> But, you know, thank yeah, you for representing. But we don't. Stop being so fucking hard on Bethany. You Look. know, you fucking right-wing Tony Abbott piece of shit. <laughs> I'm Tim McIntyre. He's uh, sent us a photograph of him relieving himself on a tree in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you, sir. And uh, I was just from the Facebook feed, he was... Uh, he, he did a stand-up set at uh, somewhere in LA. So fucking good fucking on good him. Good job, mate. That is fantastic, dude. That's 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 like taking steps towards living the dream. That is. And so fucking. And especially when you are just not that good <laughs> to get up there. Jeez. You know, it. Well, would, would you take? Yeah, we giveth and we taketh away, or yeah, I giveth and Jay takes away. Would you put a fucking Datsun one twenty Y, you know, in pole position in a Formula One race? Everyone would fucking give you A for effort. <laughs> but, you know. Look, you're going to kill this fucking guy. <laughs> you, can, you can put that on his next poster. <sighs> Described as a Datsun 121. But <laughs> Datsun 121 of comedy. And when people are be like, huh? What does that mean? Um, that uh, The photo that Clevo put up yep. himself in the undefeated. Yep. I was at work today and looking through a couple and I saw those and you know, fuck yeah that's great and I ducked out to get something to eat yeah. and I'm crossing the road in the city and I get up and there's a, a guy on the corner and I see him and, and I see them around occasionally and I sort of give them a nod or a, or a wave not that they know who I am yeah yeah and I've seen yeah the Grinch and the yellow and it's yeah fucking great and I've walked past and I've gone the and done that and this little emo kid's handed me a card and gone yeah eat fresh motherfucker it was a Subway t-shirt. <laughs> and that is the story. And then right after lunch, you went to OPSM. <laughs> I'd realised you are fucking cooked. Well, they're, they're new t-shirts. They have green t-shirts with yellow... Yeah, but you have to understand that there's, there's, there's writing, right? I was trying not to get hit by buses. <laughs> you just fucking... You just seen... You seen this mass, this, this foggy mass of, of green with yellow on it. You're like, eh, looks yeah, close enough. Do you know that thing where, like, you see the first and last letter of a word and it this it had the fucking U and the thing <laughs> what was the U what was the U Sa oh so it wasn't even st- so, so when you're talking about the start and the end thing it actually wasn't that case either well it is at the start it's not the start it's at yeah. the start yeah okay motherfucker you need to get your eyes checked uh, Super League Pod representing it at uh, St. Helens thank you sir um, Mick the Perm again Listening to this week in league, this is, I think he uses this hashtag as like a fucking humble brag mechanism <laughs> now. Yeah, listening to uh, Twill on the way to Monza for F1, armed with a sticker to place at the old track. Didn't get a photo where you put that sticker, I think you talked it up. Yes. Fantasy underscore NRL CEO. Escaping Canberra cold for an extended Mad Monday on Hamilton Island, almost ran into Luke Rickardson in a golf cart. And that would be a story. Yes. Gotta love Keefe. Just a twill touristing around America, fondling rodents, Disney at Disneyland, disgracing myself in Vegas, and then mellowing in Hawaii. Hashtag Tigers in Bali. Fuck! Didn't that Luke Rickardson rumor amount to nothing? Which one was that? Oh, he was like a a, a was, coke dealer. Was it coke or was it pingers? 
Yeah, but what that was that ever published anywhere, or was that just like some Twitter shit? I don't know. I don't remember. But it really didn't go anywhere. But it it was basically along the lines of they're ready to raid him. Yeah, and <laughs> like he's this kingpin of like like and but at the time there was like a lot of dudes getting arrested. Like there was a there was a syndicate or whatever being taken yeah. down. Yeah. Brick by brick. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I watched all season three of Narcos this week, so I'm fucking pretty pretty dialed into the pretty dialed into the coke trade at the moment. You got the lingo. Oh man, I can speak Spanish now. I tell you, um, yeah. Where are we? Fucking this week in Ben Pomeroy Super League Pod Boys. No further ado, take it away. Nice one, gents. Tom and Mark here from the Super League pod, ready to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL this week in Pomeroy. Yes, and it was Rest Fault 101 at Headingley on Thursday night as home side Leeds Rhinos were able to come out 38-26 winners over a surprisingly resilient Hull FC effort in the face of their Challenge Cup party hangover. Young Leeds fullback Jack Walker had another standout game, but all the controversy was around the yellow card that was for Gaz Ellis and the one that wasn't for Rob Burrow, who showed you can grow a foot taller if you really, really want to headbutt someone that much. In the end, second half scores from Cuthbertson and the ever-classy Parcel were enough for Leeds. And league leaders Castleford rested a few of their forwards as they visited Huddersfield on Friday night and they nearly slipped up in the process. Down at half-time, the Tigers managed to bounce back with a 24 points to 16 win with Bronco reject Greg Eden extending his lead at the top of the tri-charts. A powerful performance from Sebastien Ikahihifo with a huge 10 tackle busts wasn't enough for the Giants whose playoff chances now look slim. Also on Friday night, Salford's fall off a cliff end to the season maintained its momentum as they were hammered at home by Wakefield Trinity. A string of NRL rejects with varying levels of grubbery featured for a lacklustre Salford as Louis Karma shows it's alive and well in the north of England. Wakefield were buoyed by the arrival of Tyler Randall to the side with a two-try display that might make the Knights question their decision to let him go so easily. But it was West Tigers cast off Jacob Miller that was the real star of the show in a 43-18 Trinity victory. Finally on Friday night, world champion Wigan Warriors had a chance to bounce back from Wembley upset with a short trip to rival St Helens and they took it, winning 26 points to 16. Ben Barber sniffed out a controversial try on his Saints debut but it was never going to be enough against a tough Wigan side who executed well whenever they had an opportunity. Young centre Oliver Gildart scoring twice in an all-round strong Wigan display. Saints tried to come back in the second half but Wigan hung on well with big names like Sam Tompkins and Sean O'Loughlin stepping up to keep their season alive. More refs fault controversy in the qualifiers on Saturday as London Broncos were given a last-minute penalty that would not that would have given them a chance to draw with Warrington. In the end, they went down 38 points to 40. On Sunday, Sheenius coaching saw Hull KR maintain their 100% start in a bid to return to Super League with a 30-points-to-18 win away at Featherstone. Braden Willie Army was one of four try-scorers as Catalan got their season back on track with a 24-0 win on the road at Halifax. And finally, West's bound Corey Thompson scored a key second-half try for Witness Vikings as they won away at Lee 24-8. So, all that means top place Cass are joined by Leeds in the end-of-season semi-finals. Leeds on 36 can't be 
be caught by fifth place Wigan on 29. It's still very close for the final two spots though. Hull in third have 31, Wakefield who are fourth have 30, Wigan in fifth are on 29 and you can't write off Saints on sixth on 27 points either. Salford and Huddersfield could still have something to say on it too but their chances are running out. In the qualifiers, Warrington and Hull KR stay on 100%, Witness have six points from eight, Lee and Catalan on four each currently fill the million pound game places. London, Featherstone and Halifax are the also rounds. Okay, still have a couple of um, memberships left. I think it's literally like, like one or two. And look, I don't, want to say, I don't want to say for sure, but I'm pretty sure they're like larger black sizes, I think. I mean, as they, as they are, allegedly. That, um, thank you, Mr. Abbott. Yeah, and... Uh, if I can stop the boats over here. And there possibly could be uh, some undefeated shirts left to... Um, I, I think there's a couple that haven't been sold yet. Uh, got a tweet from Dayman, uh, Alex underscore Day underscore, who we've seen at, uh, at multiple Brisbane functions. Fuck yeah. And he's uh, just confirmed all our bookings for the grand final slash Dirty 30 weekend. Now the Bronx just have to stumble through the month to cop their beating. And, uh, yep, doesn't even matter if your team's not there. So Get in. It's better because you, you're relaxed. Yeah. When your team's not... I mean, when your team's there, you're not, you're not there in the moment. In the moment of fucking drinking the drinking the coffee fucking Patron shot. Patron. You're, just, <laughs> you're, yes. you're, you're, somewhere, you're somewhere like five hours into the future stressing about what's going to happen. Yeah, there. that is true. You've got you to be present and, uh, and drinking in the present, not drinking the fucking... Yeah, not, not eat, <laughs> eating your fucking hot dog and, <laughs> and your pie Word. five hours down the track. Anyway, um, so yeah, and I, I know I said last week on the show that I'd get a thing up to, you know, do like tentative, so like RSVPing or whatever to a grand final day thing, but I just got to be busy, so I will do it uh, Thursday, so Thursday afternoon after lunch, take a look, because I'll do it when I'm putting the show up in the morning. Okay, news this week. A couple of things this week. Um, done them all, I think. But the Madge has been well, you know, sacked. You would say from uh, the head coach role at the Rabbitohs. Uh, you know, the Rabbitohs would would you know in their in their part phrase it make it more like a you know we've come to an agreement sort of thing, uh, as, as if it was like more mutual. But um, he's no longer the coach of the of the Rabbitohs. Three years after taking them to a uh, a narrative-driven grand final win, which is quite which is quite a quick turnaround for a coach to be t- uh, removed from the the removed from a club after winning a grand final. I mean, sure, coaches leave. Like you know, Wayne Bennett he he left much more you know much much quicker from the Dragons after the grand final and fucking salted that earth. Oh, absolutely brutally, yeah, and then went on to fucking yeah sacks of the fuck out of Newcastle as well, but. For a coach, a grand final win, especially one after such a massive drought, usually buys a lot of fucking goodwill. However, yeah. what a massive and and th- and really quick decline, because they were they were basically like grand final, and then shit shit worse. The the weird thing here, in my mind, is that um, earlier in the year. The hierarchy at South went out to the members mm-hmm. and their pets. If the fucking pet members many, have emails. Many, many, many pets. 
Um, and basically said, we need to apologise to you. We've recruited badly. We've managed our roster badly. Um, and we need to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Which would, which almost seems that, okay, if, if we've done that, we're saying that the roster is the issue. And therefore the coach should be absolved from any potential poor results. Not not so much absolved, but saying, well, well, okay, you have there. taken us to a grand final with the right cattle. Yeah. We believe you can do it again. Then you've got that situation where is it, well, okay, they've had some some success in the last, yep. you know, um, quarter of the season. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So is that not the coach? Does, is the coach not yeah. involved in that at yep. all? Is that just yep. the... You know, and again, not not being inside, you don't know. Um, how close to the end of his contract was he? That's the other thing that gets lost in all this bullshit. If he was at the end of his contract, then it becomes a. It doesn't become a. Then it's, it's just. It's like a mutual non-renewal thing. Yeah. Not a. Not really, I think he's had time. That's it. So I think he had time left. Yeah. Okay. Um, then there was the other thing that, you know, you, the rumblings around Madge earlier in the year when. With the Keery thing and, and, and the shit going on up in Rust- Rusty's farm and <laughs> up in Rusty's farm, <laughs> up in Rusty's farm. Yeah, um. I mean, that's, you just know that's a, that, that's just the place where like where bad shit happens to people. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, but you know, do you remember the the rumblings around? Well, he was making them do ec- extra sessions and yeah, burning one, them out. One essentially. of the one of the players had booked a weekend away for a, a christing or a wedding or something and it was pretty much well fucking not anymore you're not yeah you know um total classic brian smith book of coaching that yeah, or it's just robbie farrell <laughs> like, <laughs> what could possibly be different to their poor efforts last year and their poor efforts this year what is the <laughs> just trying to no just, that's what i'm saying, yeah, like yeah, that, I'm saying what's the difference Something's new. <laughs> they they came right out and said, not guaranteed Robbie Farrer is here 2018. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, and like less than two weeks later, see you, Madge. How fucking dare you? Fucking scoreboard's a bit <laughs> higher at the Rabbitohs home ground. Yeah. It's got to be, otherwise I'll steal the hubcaps off it. <laughs> now... <laughs> So then, the the way that the way that it all works, is I heard I heard today the, the the way that apparently it's all going to work out is he'll wind up at the Titans, which is going to be hilarious to see how that is is uh, how that's accepted by lazy trainer Jared Hayne, yeah. so established coach killer. Well, the, the Titans have absolutely fucked themselves in that regard because the minute. They don't like anything up there. Well, you know, Ash Taylor's just going to threaten to walk up to the Broncos. Yeah, let's be you know. real. I mean, that should be the first order of business. Mate, get in there, extend that motherfucker, take that 2019 thing out of the, you know, yeah. out of the equation. But so, I don't think you will. I think Ash Taylor's just like. Oh. Look, you know, he he may very like well end gone. up there. He he may very well end up there, but let's just remember he's really the first casualty. Since Neil Henry. So who casualty? Who, coaching casualty. Yeah. So Henry's punted. Yep. Now all of a sudden there is a current NRL coach on the market. Recent grand final, we know. And everyone's going, Oh well okay, he'll just go there. 
apparently there's like there's there's all sorts of fucking crazy moves going on. There's, then then Des Hazel's apparently 100% going to be sacked from the dogs. Yeah, well, that was an odd move. Him not fronting up to the board meeting. Yeah, and uh, and then Dean Pay, who is the who obviously is a long time speculated Bulldogs coach, but uh, he's the assistant coach down in Canberra at the moment. Apparently, he gets the the head job, mm. which means that Jim Dimmick is going to blow a fucking gas. Because remember, he had the fucking dogs yeah. job. Yeah, he had, was given the dogs job, and then they did the Hasler thing at the eleventh hour. Yep. So he's had the head coaching shit in his in his hands. Still, then he's had to wait another fucking six years for a crack, and he's going to miss out then. Yeah. So he's going to. I don't know what. Yeah, what gonna, that, that's that's on him though. It's on him to fucking take it, but uh, but uh, there's should, been there's been other opportunities. He should be throwing himself, like you know, into the, the Titans or yeah. you know, so, or go to England and get a couple of years under your belt, like other guys have done. Um, and then Hasler gets kicked up to New South Wales. Fucking so. hell! It it it's just this stupid case of hang on that there's an empty role, so this person. Yeah. Now could potentially do that. Let's not worry if they're the right fit for it or not. Just yeah, okay. Yep. And now the Titans officially, the short list I believe, is the Walker brothers, which I would love to see because that'd be crazy. You just see fucking chaos. I, lo- I just love chaos. Yeah. And like they they would they would bring some crazy yeah, shit to the NRL. And you know they might get ass flogged every week, but. And I'll tell you what. You know what? Nathan Brown fucking slapping Trent Barrett would no longer be the most contentious coaching move in history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the other one is uh, is Tubes, so yeah, we shall see. I think it's, I think it's going to be Madge at the Titans, and mm. you know what? Maybe he does burn players out. However, you can't argue with the almost instantaneous results mm. that he, that he gets on arrival. Because I mean, South roster wasn't amazing when he turned up. Nah, and he turned them into Premiership winning side, yep. and uh, so you know if he could. He could definitely be a guy that would, uh, you know, burn out the fucking bad, you know, the bad yeah. seeds in the club. Or, fuck it, maybe he, you know, shapes them into, you know, and turns them into the players that they're supposed to be. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Um, had a, a tweet from uh, R. Longy. Amanda, she wanted to know. She said, I hope you guys discuss the idiocy of this testimonial match for JT and Smith. I can't get my head around it. So, kind of leading, leading the opinion there. But... Look, I I have to agree. Uh, there's going to be a trial game between the Storm and the Cowboys, which is being shaped as a testimonial match for JT and Cam Smith. Uh, it's going to be played at Suncorp, so their hope would be that they would sell it out and get you know fifty odd thousand people through the gate there, paying you know whatever to, to see it. And it's just straight up. It's just the gate, right? It's just straight up. Yeah. Down the middle. Yeah. Half the JT. Yep. After Cam Smith. Yep. So they're sort of talking like, you know, the the potential figures they're talking about is kind of is like three million, you know, cut down the middle. Mm. So one and a half mil each. Yep. This testimonial thing. At first I was like like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say why those two. I mean clearly those guys are, are long tenured, uh, you know, very successful, um, you know, <laughs> accolades, blah blah blah. What they won one premiership each. Yeah, but I mean like, you know, they've been they've been part of the most dominant um yeah, Queensland side ever they've been, you know won tons of shit with Australia yep. you know, they've been to the grand finals you know blah 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 but um so I mean they're as, as, almost as decorated as players would come you would expect you know 
But I was thinking, what? That's and this 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 one and a half million a piece doesn't doesn't come into the salary cap, and that's uh, and so then my first thought was, well, fucking okay, if it's them, why not anyone else? And so the NRL has come out and said that there are a number of criteria that need to be ticked before one can be eligible for a game like this, and the criteria would be at least two hundred and fifty NRL games. I don't know when they developed this criteria, by the way. I mean, yeah. maybe it was just for this. You know, they need to justify this, so they sort of worked backwards and said, okay, what can we give these yeah. two guys and not everybody? Uh, 250 NRL games, a minimum of 10 years at their club. They have to have played uh, state of origin or tests and uh, have near unblemished records both on and off the field. Um they must have so, a registered contract. We'll get to that. We'll get to. They must also have a registered contract in the season of the match to ensure their re- their salaries registered at market value. So you couldn't then put them on for a year at fifty grand, but have a testimonial have game where they get themselves yeah. another million and a half. Yeah. Um, they need to nominate a charity of choice where a portion of the money will go. And uh, what else? And so they're saying that that at the moment there's only I think there's only about five players in the game right now who would qualify for this game who would be Thurston Smith Billy Slater Sam Thiday and Simon Mannering so if they play if they all played in the next season they would meet the guidelines that they, they could do a similar thing and obviously they wouldn't be you know Billy would be somewhat of a draw card the, you know Thiday and Mannering the, the fucking Warriors fans if they had a trial game and it was a testimonial thing for Mannering the entire fucking country should fucking come to that game yeah. and pack it out because fuck they can't give that well, guy enough dollars. See this again, just when you think, right? And and I've been guilty lately of of having to put you know people into a good and evil category. Yeah, like these must be the bad guys, so that makes them the good guys yep. by default. And with the RLPA being the bunch of fucking cunts that they are, the NRL have unfortunately become the good guys in that <laughs> binary example. The enemy of my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> now, just when I think they couldn't be any more stupid yeah. with how they run things, are you honestly telling me that Sam Thiday, who was in the fucking nightclub toilet three-way scandal the bar? at Alhambra, like, him, that's unblemished enough. That's, that's near near unblemished. But so. Luke Lewis winning premierships with two clubs, as we've discussed before, yeah, with so the longest time span between premiership wins. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is like, yeah, yeah, sure, he doesn't, he 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 meets the unblemished thing, but he doesn't meet the ten years at the one club thing. Yeah. yeah. So they'd prefer for you to stick with one club. Yeah. But fucking rape someone in a toilet. How um, how would you qualify Cameron Cameron Smith as unblemished off the field? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Paragon of virtue on the field. He's willingly signed two contracts to cheat the salary cap for a number of seasons. Mm-hmm. Missed the grand final through suspension for one of the one of the wrestling uh, holds designed to injure a player that was yeah. pioneered by his club and yep. and. And perfected by himself. What I mean, you, and you can go. You mean you can you can go on. And you know, yes, he's won all this stuff, and he's you know he's been. A, he, there's no one saying he's not an incredible player, and he's probably going to go down as you know potentially the greatest player ever to play the game. However, 
this whole near near unblemished thing is such a subjective and this and is a thing wishy-washy I, I term I saw a lot of shit um, with Sharks fans yeah. wanting one for Gallon. yeah look yeah fuck again <laughs> fucking perennial loser and if you ever go near a sky blue jersey again you'll fucking burn in hell you piece of shit but peptides racial slurs yeah ripping out stitches Fucking like he, there's just no, there's nothing. Yeah, no, 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 no. But then the arguments. Well, hang on. Um, so, gallon, gallon of the peptides and this. He, you know, it's a fucking argument that I hadn't thought of before. Right? If you get done for drugs, yes, you cannot say, I didn't know what it was, and I trusted the club to give me something. Right? That's yeah. not an excuse. If you test positive, you test positive, and you cop it. Well, this is how it works in things like, you know, anything that's, you know, like managed by like USADA or, or WADA. Now, somehow... You can, you can say, you can you can get, you can, you can say my shit yeah. was tainted, but you still get, you're still getting suspended because at the end of the day, I mean, if you can prove, if you can literally prove by supplying the exact bottle of pills or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and they can test it and they go, yes, this has been tampered with, guess what? You still get, you'll still get, like, if it's a two-year suspension you're looking at, you'll still get six months. Yeah, you'll still cop something for it, but the, at the end of the day, they just say, "Look, if you, like, I didn't know." Well, they say, "Well, guess what? It's when you've signed on with the sporting organisation of choice, you've signed something in regards to the testing regime that says that you are the final responsibility uh-huh. as far as what goes into your body, and so it doesn't matter if you don't know because you've said here that you are the one finally responsible." Yep. So tough doesn't matter, and that's the fucking thing that no one ever brings up, right? If you replace. In that example, yep. I, I took substances, I didn't know what was in them, mm-hmm. and I trusted the club. Yep. Tough shit. You're still a yep. fucking drug cheat. Yep. Replace drugs with contracts. And yeah. all of a sudden, it's not his fault. Yeah. He didn't know what he was signing. <laughs> he didn't know that. Why isn't there the fucking same... Well, why wasn't there the same stance on? Signing two contracts with two different numbers on it, though, is so, like... You can't even say, you know what I mean? Like, you can't even say you didn't know. I can't believe, there was no fucking scrutiny at the time. Like, yeah. There was no, never any scrutiny over that. Like, and it never carried on. It was always the club and Waldron and, was this and that. And good on fucking Cameron Smith taking the fucking shaggy. Yep. Just, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yep. It wasn't me. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the, the fucking hyperbole around his record and character. Yeah. Is absolutely fucking sickening, and you know, again, just for Sam Thayde to deserve something that Luke Lewis doesn't. Yep. Like by their fucking standards. Yep. John Morris would have been eligible for a fucking testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, did, but did he, he was he the ten at the one club though. No, he moved. He still moved around though, didn't he? Didn't. Uh Oh, yeah, yeah no, you're right, he did Parrot of Sharks. Yeah, yes. What's I mean? Like, what about Robson? That motherfucker never did nothing to nobody. Well, you know, again, you look at you look at James Maloney, took the Warriors to a grand final, won a grand final with um, the East, Roosters, yeah, won yeah. a grand final with the Sharks. Um, the Sharks. Pope Australia, Pope State of Origin. Then you look at coaches, and the measure of a coach is very often, in that discussion of who's better and who's done this, yeah. is, oh, well, they've done it with more than one team. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, it, it's just fucking bullshit reactionary crap. You know, fuck, we actually didn't think this through at all. 
Let's make some criteria that will shut 99.5% of the players up. Fucking, what happens if this week in league want to raise some fucking money and throw a testimonial out there yep. for Matt Moylan and, and fucking Steve Matai? <laughs> <laughs> and we raise enough money and we go, right here, here's an opportunity for a fucking testimonial for you two. You're going to play with listeners of the show. <laughs> I'm fucking loving this idea right now. Um... Fucking crush Matai, weak cunt that he is. Do you realise how many fucking listeners of the we we'd be fucking okay? So you got Moylan and then another sixteen people. Yeah, we'd be sixteen listeners down by. Then. <laughs> <laughs> um. It okay if we do that. So we've fronted up the cash. Does that they can't count that towards salary cap? I can't for Matt he's retired I mean he just pocket that money and say thanks a lot yeah, true. <laughs> thanks, um, thanks for coming so you know or, I'll hold your share Matty or for, for example <laughs> yeah you know or uh, at Sam Thide it'll be his last year at the Bronco uh, oh. next year if instead of doing that NRL one we go okay well we're going to do a fucking third man testimonial third man is sponsored by Nothing you know, do- sponsored yeah. by Alhambra <laughs> <laughs> and Kodak <laughs> You know, they can't count that towards a salary cap. Yeah. They, um, and they, well, here's another, here's another actual real-life example. And because he hasn't made a decision on what's happening next year other than he's leaving Melbourne, he do, he's, he's leaving Melbourne, so he doesn't have a contract registered. So it's Cooper Cron. So he can't have one. He can't have one because he's not registered. For con- and he's actually someone where I'd go, okay, you know what? Fair enough. Yep. Fuck because I, he, wasn't, he wasn't one of the two contract yeah. guys. Was he? That was Inglis and Slater. What's, what's Matt Gillette done? Has he played that many games? 250? Yeah. He hasn't been around that long, I don't think. I reckon he's one of those fucking creepers. Yeah, I don't think he's been around that long. But, um... Okay. But still, and then but then, it's, then you think, okay, this is the criteria for the game to even exist. Now let's talk about, you're really going to take 3 million at the gate for this game? How much are you going to charge for a meaningless trial game? I mean, it's not even like there's a... It's not like it's fucking Anzac, the Anzac game yeah. or the fucking Charity Shield or anything. It's yeah. not an established thing where there's history and they're playing for a thing. This is just a trial game and you're going to charge people how much to watch a trial game? Uh, it's, a, it's a trial game. It's going to be played in trial game time. So it's have to be played probably in four 20-minute quarters. Yeah. It's like the All-Star game except with only like two All-Stars. <laughs> two All-Stars. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you know, obviously you've got Storm the Cowboys. You know, you've got like a, you know, another half a dozen players between yeah. the sides. But, but still, it's... You know, this is the, and yeah, Craig Bellamy. Yeah. Well, and you know he's obviously good mates with Cam Smith and yeah. all that shit. He's, I'm, I'm sure I'll say to him, enjoy your testimonial and all the best to you and stuff. But you know, I, I'm not running fucking Gunny and the Fox out. They're perfectly fit. Cannot. Yeah. I am happy with their preseason. Well, this preseason stuff too. It's like I'm not gonna, you know, who's gonna donate their fucking ACL for these guys to pocket a million and a half each? Yeah. Because you know, you know, it's pre it's preseason. It's going to be fucking oath. It is. There's there's going to be someone. In the, there's yeah. there's going to be a story. Bellamy won't be bullied into. Oh, we we need to fill the first grade Melbourne Storm team. Yeah, be like I need to fill the fucking premiership out. cabinet with another premiership motherfucker. Yeah, right? shit. That's it. Yeah. Um, <sighs> it's just a strange thing to market as well. Because I I can assure you that I'll not be going to that game. There will be a lot of shit cunt. Ripped in half, stitched back together, jersey abominations of that game. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to play this game, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter whether how against this game you are. If you're going to play it anywhere, 
Suncorp is the place, and we need to play it at Hedge Central. Fuck. There you go, there's the next shirt. How quickly can you get those into production? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so, look. Yeah, look, you, you I don't understand their criteria, I don't yeah. agree with them. And then, even after all that's taken into account, I just don't think the game is, is going to be like a. It's not a showpiece. I mean, if you, if you did like an all-star game, like a, it's a testimonial invitational, Cam Smith versus JT, and Cam Smith picks his dudes that he wants to have in his team, and JT picks the dudes that you know, wants to have in his yeah. team, and they pay them, you know, state of origin money or something. Like, you know, it's not like match payments for a trial game. I mean, like if you're going in yeah. there, you know, for this sort of, for a showpiecey game, because you want it to be a game that attracts a crowd, so therefore it attracts a gate that they actually have money to go home with. And, the, and the only other thing is, just in terms of timing and public perception, yeah. You know, he's been fucking up there being, you know, I'm for the common man, yeah. I'm this and I care about the struggling yeah. fringe first graders on 80 grand a year. Yep. So come um, out to Suncorp Stadium however, and give me a million and a half. I will take a million and a half personally in a team game Yeah. where... And the whole thing with fucking testimonials was from back before the sport was professional. Before, but this is this is a time when when players were working a full time job, in addition to their career, and not making fucking a lot of. Money. I fucking remember in the nineteen ninety one grand final. Yeah, you know they showed Roycey Simmons, you know, occupation team leader at Telstra. <laughs> like they sh- he scored the fucking try, and they show his occupation. He's yeah. on television scoring a try in the grand final, but that's not his job. No, no. That's it's in his stats. His, his yeah. job was in his fucking stats. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, again, especially with the, the current thing with the, the player salaries and the deal, yeah, it just reeks of fucking two-facedness, which shouldn't be a surprise with that piece of shit. Yeah. 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 So. It's far from the old days, you know, like a testimonial dinner for, like, you know, Wally Fullerton Smith. Hmm. So you know, they'd fucking throw out a couple of signed signed jerseys and and you know, auction yeah. off some shit and then he'd he'd walk away with you know yeah thirty grand or something in his yeah. pocket and see you later and you know fuck it if you are a Melbourne Storm fan or a Thurston fan a Cowboys fan living in Queensland fucking knock yourself out yeah line the pockets far far be it from me to tell you how to spend your money. <laughs> <laughs> This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Follow at our League Live because uh, they still they love the salt. They'll, they'll, fuck it. they'll, they'll give it to a fan base, and uh, I do love it. And uh, they'll be tweeting uh, during matches through the course of the season and through the course of the finals, so make sure you hit follow on those guys. Okay, Thursday night up at 1300 teeth we had the Broncos 20 defeating the Cowboys 10 this was a critical game for the Cowboys they had to win to ensure their place in the finals at this stage and and really when we're telling the stories of these games we really have to tell them 
as if the knowledge of what came after wasn't really a factor because you know that's how that's the way it was you know yeah. watching them and this game with the Broncos absolutely came out and just and tore them a new one early and I was like fucking all right because my ultimate goal for the weekend was to get to Saturday afternoon with our and game not have it. and yeah. not have it mean sudden death for either of us. Yeah. So, like, if Penrith just got a win or they won by, like, you know, somewhere circa up to 10, we were still good. That's it. And, uh, and you know, Penrith thought, you know, at, that, at this stage, I'm thinking, well, you know, Penrith, they're fine. Anyway, it doesn't really matter what happens to them. I mean, because uh, who, who's going to fuck? I never even knew the, the, <laughs> the criteria, like the 38 thing. Cause 38 it, points. It was just yeah. something, like, I just didn't, you know, it didn't even enter my mind that that yep. was even a possibility. And so, look, I was happy. I mean, Darius Boyd right on half time, oh. just get sniped with a hammy or something. And then it was kind of weird because I mean, he looked like he was, you know, hammy and he was done. And then they sort of carted him off the field, and they were like, "Oh no, it's just a cramp." And then you know, after half time, like, "No, nah, he's he's not coming back. It's a, it is a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't know how bad." Blah blah. blah. I, I reckon Wayne's been sniffing around a a new young fullback. <laughs> Also with dodgy hammies. So yeah, well, it's... Darius was just, Dad, I can do it too. <laughs> My hammies can dodge. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys, man, I tell you, they threw them. It was it was like some fucking Rourke's Drift fucking shit. They they threw themselves in the last, yeah. the last sort of fifteen minutes. Threw themselves at the line. I don't know if they would have lost to many other side. Like they would have got through a lot of teams in the competition. Yeah. I think at the end of that game, such was the desperation they showed and to to secure their you know their future in the finals. Um, so they have my respect and fucking good crowd too. Like over uh, over twenty three thousand in attendance. The, the overarching thing I get going into this final series, and it's not just with Brisbane or mm-hmm. especially the fucking Cowboys. If you look back at years past. There's generally a favourite. It's generally not a unanimous favourite. Yeah. And then there is two teams, potentially, sometimes three, that can realistically knock them off. Yep. You know, like last year, people were saying, oh, yeah, the Sharks will go. Other people were going, no, Melbourne will go all the way. Other people were going, oh, no, no, Brisbane will have to come back and whatever. Every team except Melbourne are not going into this final series with any sort of confidence. Normally by this stage, the ones who are going to sort of rise to the top, the cream... They've kind of emerged already. That's it. And they're playing in a way where you can see them focusing for finals. Yep. I don't see anybody else except Melbourne with that sort of sort of attitude. Because yep. I, I really expected Brisbane to put them away here. And there are teams that, there, and there, there are teams that have looked like that over the last month, but this weekend especially, yeah. of games... Uh, it really, there were some incredibly poor performances from clubs that looked like they were headed for better things. Um, so, hmm. But it, look, I mean, like the just the desire of the Cowboys to to win. They're not going away, regardless of the troop situation. Um, look, the Broncos defended very well at the end as well. To I me, mean, to like the Cowboys should have scored um, more, and I mean more than the ten points they got. And I'm sure one of them, like that last try for um, Felt, was pretty much right in the buzzer yeah. and that one was like you motherfuckers because that, at that stage that's even the, that like, was the one Manly, that couldn't, lo- Manly couldn't lose yeah, yeah. They, they were even on four against at that point so Manly couldn't lose even by field goal um, but look you know the Broncos you have to remember I mean they, they lost Boyd and it showed how it showed how uh, mm. critical he is to the side I don't think Nick Arima's a 
a fullback replacement for them. So you know, the no. the the less time out, the better for him. Um, you well, know, you, you look at this. They're surviving two weeks. They got two weeks, so they do. But you you look at this Brisbane team going into the finals, and in that game, and I know it's a you know traditional rival and big brother yep. little brother thing. Um, but a Brisbane Broncos team going into the final series, they missed thirty nine tackles. Mm-hmm. They made nine errors and they gave away nine penalties. Yep. And and it was and this this will surely put put to bed any sort of cowboy conspiracy. Hashtag refs fault shit. Yep. Our penalty count was nine two. Yeah. So, so in the scheme of things, the Broncos put themselves under a lot of pressure. Yep. You know, like if you say, you know, how many meters do you reckon you get from a a kick for touch? Yeah, what do people get from usually like yeah, you know, sort of thirty. Thirty. Like, yep. So incredibly simplistic. Yep. You know, um, analogy. And just go okay, two seventy. But, yeah. but yeah, they've, they've almost given the Cowboys an extra three hundred meters. Yeah. Yep. In um, in attacks. So, um, but you know the they're there. Yep. They got a life. They do. And uh, you know, so are the Cowboys. What's that? So are the Cowboys. Yep. Yep. That's it. Please, fucking anyone who happens to live in Singapore. Please don't start fucking tweeting me on the fact that there are two Queensland teams in the finals and that there should be more New South Wales teams than that in the finals based on fucking where the teams are. Because I'm not going through that shit again with you. Piece of shit. Well, two teams is not nearly as many as the, as, as the you know, the five New South Wales teams are, right? It's not even close. It's not even half. <laughs> oh, where are we? Um, total Ben R- Ben RL Broncos bash baby brother in the battle of banana benders. Motherfucker, some fucking good alliteration. It's it good alliteration. Milford and Blair looked on point, ready for the finals. He's on hashtag Wayne's wanking, and so he's you know you've gone you've gone highbrow with the alliteration. It was a great job, and you just. Just gutted it. Yeah. <laughs> With your hat. Didn't need the hashtag. Is it just me? Or is a lot of Milford's stuff really lucky? Which you don't re- you want to be relying on when the chips are down. Like that first try they scored. Yeah. Um, the thing is now rush Milford. But have a yeah. backup plan because yeah. he's going to run on you. Yeah. So on yeah. the fifth, rush Milford. Yeah, you gotta rush. You rush him, but but it's like, every fucking cunt rushes him. But it's like every, but it's like every time, every time any player you rush any player, you you better fucking make it count though, because yeah, you know you're in a bad way. I mean anybody, but I mean, Milford especially, I guess. But but the thing is though, Mil- Milford's not gonna if you rush him. Yeah, he's not gonna pull back and then look for the second kick option. He's yep. just gonna run. Yep. And you know he's gonna step off his left. Yeah. So anyway. Stuart Muller I can't believe Manly let North Queensland score at the end there <laughs> and my my feelings my emotions at that time was just like fuck alright then it's all on there <laughs> there's no other way Queenslander 22 good win for the boys defence was great still don't know where we're at though it's hard to say mm. it is hard to say and I think yeah well we'll get to the previews later anyway uh, the Eels 22 defeated South Senior Abidos 16 at ANZ front of a crowd just under or just over 21,500. Uh, the Eels had a 
double, sorry, a hat trick to Semi Radradra. Michael Jennings with a try. Moses, three or four conversions. The Rabbitohs, 16, came from a double to Robert Jennings. Kyle Turner with a try. And Bryson Goodwin, two of three conversions. Mm. This was one of those poor performances I was talking about for teams that should be in a better place at the moment. Yeah, 100%. And the Eels almost, they almost fucking gave this one away. You're right. I agree. It was a poor performance overall. Um, in games, you know, Parramatta are sort of turning into you know, Warriors light in that their their best and worst in the same game can be can be so far apart. Yeah. Uh, their their handling lets them down and and silly penalties when when they really don't need to give them. They're, they're yeah. dominant. Um, <sighs> A couple of things about Parramatta this year going through, you know, and and into this final series, a, they're not going to be on Melbourne's side of the draw. Yep, big tick, massive fucking tick. Two, with the right conditions, Semi Rodradra can blow a game wide open in in no time flat. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, that, and that's the sort of thing that in in a grand final. If he puts on two tries quickly, that's that, a, yeah. Fuck that me. can be the grand final. And the other thing is, the way Parramatta are attacking at the moment is just asking so many questions of defence. Like you see the the try that um, the Jennings scored. Yeah. It, again, it's it's not super complex and it's not overly slick and. Um, Massive long passes. It's just having multiple yellow jerseys around the ball, moving quickly, and making defenders choose. Choo- yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all it is, and and it was just absolutely fucking beautiful. Um, it's just such a, such a simple thing when when teams recognise you know players in motion around the ball. Yeah. Is just is such a challenging fucking thing for opposition defences, and instantly makes you you know yeah. X percent better. Well, that attack. Yeah, again, with all these fucking brain gurus that are around the NRL making untold fucking squillions. Yeah. Has anyone actually sat down with teams and gone? Do you know the the more factors you put into a decision, generally the longer it takes you to fucking make that decision. Yeah. So. One plus one is two. If I say to you, what's one plus two plus three plus four plus five? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Add it up. Oh, fuck. Can some, some, somebody pick up Corey? He's passed out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it's really, really good football to watch at the moment. So, Parramatta are uh, looking good and shit at the same time. <laughs> Voodoo Rock, uh, our play like shit to lure the storm into a false sense of complacency for next week. Work the treat. Hashtag eight long years. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ben, so very happy my Eels could play so badly and still find a way to win. Need to be a lot sharper in the finals, though. It's true. The Roosters 20. This is the other one I was talking about. The Roosters 20. Yeah. Defeat the Titans 16 at Allianz Stadium. Just over 11,000 in attendance. Uh, the Roosters 20 have tries to Latrell Mitchell, Michael Gordon, Boyd Cordner. Uh, perfect night with the boot for Gordon. A 3-3 conversions and a penalty goal. Uh, Titans 16 had tries to Pulu, Don, Proctor. Ashtail, two of three conversions. Fucking would have been tough as a... Um... Titans were paying $10. Mm. And... I believe you could the line was like well there was winning the winning line of it you know, was like 
22 and a half points. Something like that. Fuck. But there was a time there where that $10 straight up. <laughs> Dare to dream. It would have been frustrating to as, as a Titans fan. Because yeah. the, the Roosters were probably below their best in this one. Oh, absolutely. But the Titans for, you know, started looking to play with a little bit of fucking intent. Yep. And then all it takes is that fucking fantastic no-look tip-on pass from Hayne. Yep. And and I have tried to go back through my fucking memories. Has that ever worked? Like, was there one fucking shot that I, that I can't remember where that came off where he does that for thing? For Hayne or for... For Hayne. Like, yeah. where he fucking, like, just stares, like, stares creepily into the eye of the defender in front of him and yeah. flicks on yeah. and just yeah. sort of goes, oh, oh. <laughs> It was, was it a state of origin or something where he's he's put Morris away? Oh, I don't fucking know. Well, no, there was a state of origin where he fucked it, and and that was the turning yeah, point. Yeah, I know. Game two. No, yeah. I know. But I'm thinking, has it ever worked? Look, I want to say, I, I, I want to say probably yes, but I can't recall the specific circumstance. I can just imagine him in the fucking 49ers training camp. Oh, guys, let's run this play that I always used to do down under. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, fucking. Um. But what kept the Roosters in this one was their defence. Yep. You know, for for them to give nearly 25 extra sets to the Titans yep. off the back of errors and penalties. Yep. Fucking 25 extra sets for them to complete the tackles they did. Like, they, they missed under 20 tackles all game. Which is not good, but it's good in the circumstances that they put themselves. Well, fuck me, I'll tell you what. If I, if I had a team and they made 15 errors, gave away 9 penalties, and missed 15 tackles, yeah, I would be fucking happy enough with that. Yeah. Oh, from, it's good under the effort. circumstances they found yeah. themselves, yeah, for sure. Um, but completing with the ball at 68%, you, you know, fuck, that's got to step up. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I, <laughs> it only just dawned on me this <laughs> after this game... Gee, Boyd Corden is dumb. <laughs> I don't, I don't like watch a lot of media stuff and things he like that. Dumb. But man, <laughs> it's the first time where he's just really jumped out at me. Like, wow, he's he's like, yeah, he's really dumb. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he has nothing to do with the game, but he's 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 a great player. I love him. He's I'm, not like, napper dumb. Yeah, but no, it's a lot closer to that than I previously thought, though. Ah. Uh, I, don't know. I wouldn't have put him in the same ballpark, but now, oh, they're they're fucking they're playing they're playing the same game, for sure. I mean, one better than the other. I mean, admittedly, yes, he's playing the game better than that, yeah. but they're definitely in the same league. <laughs> Poor cunt. Um, Astro Nortz with the tweet uh, that really sums up this game. Hayne, you can doubly fuck off, you fucking useless cunt. <laughs> and right when they needed the ball, like, you know, when it's like the final throw of the dice sort of situation. Yeah. Fucking Hayne. What can you say? Uh, Stuart Muller. Millennial entitlement plus underperformance plus embarrassing results. Surely Jared Hayne's next dream must be to play cricket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Saturday, the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 28, defeated the Penrith Panthers, 12, at Brookie, just under 14,500 in attendance. Manly's tries came to uh, Brian Kelly, DCE, Jakey Turbo, Tommy Turbo, and Curtis Sirenen. Matty Wright, 4 of 5 conversions. The Panthers, 12, came from tries to Tyrone May and uh, Regan Campbell-Gallard. Uh, Cleary took two conversions. 
did you mispronounce Gillard because she was your fucking favourite member's political opponent? Like, that's fucking low. I pronounce it the way that it fucking runs. Fuck. See, he's a but he see he's the he's the he's the political wonder child. He's a combination of Republican, Liberal, and Labor, all in his name. I mean, I'm taking some liberties there with Reagan oh, and Reagan, I, but still, I know. And I, you know, I he's know, the political animal. Well, notice that you only mispronounce the female part. You fucking misogynist. Look, you know, don't 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 assume my intentions. I'm I'm assuming you're fucking cloaca. <laughs> But, um, again, I'll not be fucking lectured by a member of Clive Palmer's PUP. <laughs> uh, that's much. the only factual statement that's been made tonight. <laughs> no, I'm actually not anymore. Well, there's the party fold, didn't it? Yeah. So, so that's why you're not a member anymore. I get no more free lunches. <laughs> Could good. you imagine the fucking banquets that that insane cunt would be putting on these days with the absolute garbage that he's tweeting I mean that guy is fucking he's on shrooms hmm. constantly yeah I, I, I mean he's not he's not I, I, I refuse to give him credit for doing all that stuff himself he's getting <coughs> the people that is like seeing this crazy persona and making up memes and sending them to him and he's like going oh, that's hilarious and putting it out on his own account or he's got someone charged with let's make random Clive shit no look Knowing somebody who used to do a lot of business with his resort in yep. Noosa, yep. I would, with a little bit of confidence, yep. say that he's definitely doing that, and nobody is going to him saying that's not really what people do. Thing is, though, it doesn't really matter that he's doing it. Like, and here's the thing: I don't see the downside. If, yeah, if if this whole you know if. If the, the the Twitter population yeah. are the ones that matter, yeah. he is surely no longer a villain. That's exactly. And if his so fucking thing was to change narrative from I fucking rooted a bunch of people out of their entitlements and, well, and you know what? Technically, he didn't. And fucking this week in politics, but um, he he actually didn't. He, yeah. He just took what he was entitled to. Yeah. Out of the company. Yeah. But and the company failed, and sure, then people lost their jobs and whatever. But yeah. But, um, yeah, fucking Clive. But, yeah, now he's like the crazy, he's crazy Uncle Clive. He is. <laughs> instead of, you know, evil, like, instead of Mr. Burns, he's just changing himself into some fucking, you know, crazy uh, weirdo. Yeah, so... Eccentric. Raiders, I thought were very disappointing. The Raiders? Yeah. Storm Raiders. No, no, we're talking about the Penrith Panthers Fuck. at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um... We saw in the Souths game a couple of weeks ago, before Penrith went on their run, it was just a couple of months ago, Basham. where Penrith were fucking all over them and looked amazing in that game for the early running, and then they no, had that... Scene. It wasn't even the early it was 10 minutes tops. Yeah, but I mean, they were fucking all... Like, they were all over them. And you guys... Yeah. I, I looked at that game and I thought... Panthers are fine. They're fine. Undefeated. They put they put it together, and they're gonna and they're gonna fucking clean these guys up. And then you know, then that shit happened, and you know, Bird just got in their face, and and Mm. and there was like, was there a fucking there was like punches thrown, and it was it was but Burgess Burgess went at and just put a bunch of cheap shots on Cleary, yep, and then expected the rest of the forwards to sort of come back at him and they, they pillowed. And they didn't. They and absolutely then, fucking and, pillowed. And South took that and ran with it. This time, I mean, it was done legally, but it just seemed that uh, Jake Turbo and... Oh, fucking uh, trips are legal now, are they? 
Oh, that was fucking ridiculous. He didn't even get fucking done for it. There wasn't even a penalty at the time. I know. When, the, when that came out, I was actually like, what the fuck? Where the fuck did that come from? I didn't even see anything like that. I mean, and there's so many things that happen in games where you so like... So, Mr. Fucking 44 over here, now because the referees don't do something... Hey, I fucking... I, I don't rest my <laughs> shit. What the fuck? How dare you fucking... How, how dare you put a 44 on me, you motherfucker? Um... But you're right. I think that he should have got done for a week, though, if it was an actual trip, which I don't think it was. But I mean, because he's, I think he's been done already this year for it. So I think he's past the stage where you can just throw a bit of cash at him and make it go away. Yeah, you caught the fine so, earlier. But, yeah. um, you know, regardless of, of all that other shit going on, Manly came out and the intent was clear from the very beginning. And when you have an experienced forward pack, so yep. you, you've got your Merrins your Tamows, those guys in there, yeah. as well as the up-and-comers like your RCGs, mm-hmm. he was the only one putting any fucking mileage in. Tamow was an absolute fucking shirker. That guy... He's played some fucking great great hands for you guys over over the last couple of months. But no, he this hasn't. game, but this is one where he had to actually no, he be hasn't. the guy. He's played one. Oh, he's probably done more naturally. Okay. Let let me refresh your memory at our draw. Newcastle, Wests, Canterbury, Warriors. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we're not fucking killing world beaters. Yeah. The, the way our forward pack played against the Cowboys was the way that they had to play against Manly. Yeah. They were fast. They were physical. They kept going and they kept rolling up the middle of the park. Fucking brittle in defence in that game too, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but that seems to be our MO this year. You know, yeah. okay, well, well we, we're going to stick it with you in the middle and we're going to score some points. We're going to let in some too, but it's not going to fuck us and we'll come back over the top of you at the end. Yep. And, and we're happy to do it that way. Yep. Fantastic. But, that was one of the most disappointing performances by a forward pack that I've seen in recent memory. Like, how the fuck Brown gets his, his start in first grade? He's been, like, Abby, he's been potato central, though, all the time. Yeah. And funnily, has, that, has, he, has he even fucking cracked, like, 50 metres in a game? In funnily the last enough, months? right? Who's the one you hear fucking quotes from in the paper? Licking Hook's asshole. Oh, really? So he's got the goat picks. Fuck me. You know, and, and look, I know that, that Latu had the broken jaw. Yep. And that's fucking nasty. Um, but when when we had these guys coming through, like Harawiranara's yep. come in. Um, now he he's not going to be a, a super physical forward. He's a the no. footwork. He's a first lane, drop guy, you know. Fringe, yeah. You know, um, edge runner, but the you know um, kick out kick out was yeah. in there fucking destroying people. Had the dropsies about him. Yeah. You know? Um, did These guys that were coming up and were hungry and were energetic, and this is what fucks me off about Griffin the most. You look at all the coaches at the moment that are floundering, right? And these are great coaches and yep. achieve things. Des Hasler. Mm-hmm. Maguire. Yep. You know, those guys. Won fucking premierships. Yep. And they're floundering. Yep. It's because they haven't adjusted to the way that the game's changed and evolved particularly after 
the interchange yep. changes. And I dare say it's not even that they haven't adjusted. It's also that they refuse to. Yes. Like they outright refuse to. Outright refuse to. There's never been any attempt. Like you can just see that. It's like, this is what worked for me back when I did that thing. Yep. And this and and it, which is even worse for Des because I mean that thing was like fucking half a dozen years ago. Exactly. <laughs> but then the other thing is that's come into that is the HIA. Yep. Because now you've got situations where you actually need to take a team in that gives you flexibility because if you yep. get one of your outside backs you have a knock, it, yeah. you know your second rowers are going to be covering centre. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have a forward get a head knock. Yep. And it brings them off ten minutes earlier. Then you're, then you're your playing. best laid plan, yep. So, do you gas the guy out there or do you burn another interchange yep. earlier? But when we had this forward pack that were coming through that were young, hungry, fast and energetic, that's the, that's the way the game's evolving. That was that was St. George at the beginning of the year. Yep. You know, um, Vaughan and JDB, again, by no means, when you think of physical forwards... They're, they're not your Paulos, they're, they're not your Matt Scotts, they're not those guys. Yep. But they were fucking fast. It, yeah, it fucking annoys the fuck out of me, so. Um, the thing is that you can't change, you, you know, I mean, it's like there's a, like, to, it's overstating it, but there's like, you know, like a, like a, a like a bitch mentality, like mm. a beta mentality, like when the shit gets, when, when shit gets real, and yep. people come up and they and they do they let the tackle slip up a little bit and do that forward shit that you know the old school forward yep. shit they can't like they they just go into their shell and when they go into their shell nothing else works then there's the inexcusable shit as well like fucking fucking bean oh blake fucking bean can i tell you he made he he made brian kelly look like <laughs> fucking dylan walker yeah <laughs> he's like jesus and, christ i'll tell you what i i honestly thought that battle and I tweeted you as much yeah. um, I DM'd it to you earlier I thought the complete opposite I thought the mismatch was going to be Walker on Peachy yeah because Peachy's been shown up a couple of times and also Peachy t- was, talk- was talking mad shit too uh, yeah well whatevs but you know um, like Chambers yeah Chambers fucking Peachy held his pocket yep. after the game against Melbourne this year but um, I thought Wunger would just have complete dominance over that side I, th- I thought that he'd fucking score some tries through him yeah to be honest but fucking cast your mind back to, and I think the last time I spoke about it was the Titans game I reckon fucking cunt bean like it, is it possible that Hook is fucking stupid enough to have accidentally hired an AFL tackling coach <laughs> exclusively for this fuck <laughs> because I have not seen him put hands below a waist there were times though where it's it didn't even it didn't even touch him though <laughs> like he was just so bamboozled no, yeah he was but again he was straight through with it, it, with seemingly no little to no attempt to even but you look at somebody like Jakey right yep. in Manly yep people beat him on the outside all the time they're gone but because of his technique Yep. He's at the legs. Yep. Now, the fucking physics of it is simple. If he's at their thighs, then the leverage they have to palm is not as much as if he's fucking yeah, yeah. chest to chest with yep. them. And they can't fucking run without legs. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you see one of these cunts in a prayer circle at the end? 
and it, you know, the the hand under the waist is fucking Satan's doorbell. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck me, learn to tackle you cunt. But um, yeah, the Curtis Urian coming in. I mean, <sighs> Cherry Evans. How much did he enjoy having a player on the side that he didn't have to fucking tell him what to do? Like someone who actually has yeah. a football brain and can do shit. I mean, a guy that's actually like you know played as like you know played in the halves and you know like has some skill. And yeah, what I never realised. I mean, I knew he was having a good season for us. I mean, clearly. I mean, even the game he got injured, he fucking scored two tries. You know, before yeah. that happened, but just how fucking critical he, he is and just how much quality he brings to that side. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it's just, just amazing. And, um, but I just like Lussick, Lussick is a fucking idiot. And I mean, in this game, like you said, the trip and he gave away a penalty at a stupid time as well yeah. for something dumb. Um, you know what though? You, you can fucking afford to have idiots on your team when you, you're running almost 2000 meters to the other team's 1400. Yeah. But, but uh, then and only then though, because, yeah. I mean, there's games where he'll give you, like, you know, three penalties, and that's three sets, you know, attacking, you know, your trial, you know, and yeah. that's shit you can't do. But um, they just, it was, they were fast, and they were getting back on side. That's they, it. They've done shit that they haven't done all season, almost. Yeah. Or if they have done it, they've, you know, they've done it in very, you know, very patchy, you know, sporadic moments in within games. But to do it for, like, an entire game, until they, the game was won, and they went... And just back right off. I mean, there was times like we see well DCE where him and Green were just were so vicious on on fucking repeat sets, and then you could just see. And the, that's the difference. And you could just see when it was a twenty eight nil. Yeah. Then 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 that changed instead of like vicious on repeat sets to just bang it out over the sideline and just uh, yeah go into okay cruise mode. Like I don't think for one minute that it was like let's. You know, let's 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 let these guys through <laughs> into the finals. Let, we 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 hold dominion over their future, and we elect that they will play finals football this year. Look, I don't think it was a case of that, but there was definitely a case of we've got the game with the two points are secured. We're good. Let's not get injured and fuck around with ourselves yeah. any longer. You know, and yeah. let's just get through this game. And but uh, yeah, look, yeah, it's an impressive performance. I'm very happy. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, Brian, Man, Brian Kelly, to be done. Brian Kelly, you fucking, you, 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 that was his best game he's ever played. I mean, he had some good games in the first half of the season, but that was the best game yeah. he's ever played by fucking a long time. Brian Kelly, he's one of those fucking ridiculous cunts where you look at him and you can't tell if he's got freckles or a beard. <laughs> like, you fucking abomination of nature. <laughs> Just fucking... Sh- or at least shave your fucking neck. <laughs> Cunt. What a strange thing to get. <laughs> I just noticed it when they were talking to him after the game. I was like, what a, what a strange thing to get angry about. I got some pretty fucking high definition on that television I'm watching on. Anyway. Uh, see, this is why you got to use it. You just got to use the app. Don't, don't fucking cast it to your television, man. Just, just watch it on your phone. I'm not even talking about a plus. Just a regular size <laughs> Moosehead08 What a response from Brian Kelly After a nightmare few weeks Outstanding tonight The young man Indeed Mario Siegs 14 wins 6th place What a stunning season For a team completely written off At season's commencement Hashtag go manly Yes that too Oh he's he's back on manly Is he There was a lot of You you see a lot of, of Twitter like Before this game Like Even if we don't make it I mean you know Ninth is still pretty good For a team that everyone Expected to get the spoon 
I fucking loathe that talk. Oof. When you when you're starting the season, your goal is to make finals. Yeah. And there's been adversity, and there's you know a large chunk of the salary cap that we haven't been to yep. be able to make use of. That's great, but finals are still the goal. And now we've made it. There's been the scandals with your cheating piece of shit club. Well, you know, allegedly nothing's come of, and uh, but also there's there's the fact that they were as high as second, not a while, not a not a fucking tremendously long we're, time ago. We're starting to be and dragon ish here. No, no, I'm just saying, and, and then people, people are like, oh, but you know, even if we, you know, mm. if even if we didn't make finals, you know, everyone expects it to come last, so ninth is better than last. Yep. No, no. You revive, you know, the thing about goals is, you don't fucking sit on them. You fucking, you fucking keep an eye on them, and then you revise them as become, yeah. as, yeah. as, as becomes applicable. 100%. And when you, when your team's touching second place on the ladder with about like eight weeks to go or something like that, then making the finals is no longer your goal. That goal is the bare minimum. Like that's not your, that's yeah. not your fucking reach. That's not your stretch goal. And, and again, that's, that's the thing. You look at the Dragons. Yep. Like, what, what did they win? Um, like, like one, April premiers. Well, yeah. But, but one of seven or something or Coming on the stretch. Coming in. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Let, let me I think they, sports, they, mate. It you? wasn't one of seven, was it? Because they actually turned around and got a couple towards the end, right? Well, while you introduce the, the Melbourne Raiders, I'll check sports, mates. All right, I got some more tweets. So on, a blood buzz, uh, on a blood buzz setter, youth is nature's gift. It can take you a long way on a sporting field, but angst is what forges you into a Valerian steel man. And then he attached that meme, that current one going around with like, the stock photo of the guy with the girl looking back at the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, on, on a daily bailus, a fantastic win by Manly is uh, by Manly tonight to get that all important neutral field advantage. Hashtag grateful. And I'll tell you when you see the way that these games have gone. Oh, I should say uh, MJ Eagle twenty three. I've got to give him a run. Henry Perinara couldn't save you this week, Panthers. That's true. Where's your Perinara now? Um, it's between your balls and your asshole. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, he could have fucking stayed there and uh, not injected himself into the game a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Just, just the way, yeah, no, the suburban grounds, the way like Leichhardt's been fucking, you know, kicking it lately, and fucking Brookie, and the, the Sharkies have, you know, for, for most, if not all, the season. Are you telling me, like, you, you can't tell me that a cavernous, gaping fucking void of ANZ... And to a lesser extent, Allianz slash SFS is better. It's not a better experience for people there. TV doesn't give a fuck. Set your shit up. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't matter to them. It, you know, if you if you're a network and you have to reuse old footage of fucking crowd shots and stuff to make it look like a, you know not a total disgrace, then I don't know. Maybe you go to the place that looks like it's full when it's only got fifteen thousand in it. Or you know. <laughs> Maybe re- reward sides for fucking finishing. Just for them. correction, Dragons yes. won three of nine. Three of nine at the end yeah. of the season. So, yeah. um, it, uh, we've spoken about it before. Rugby league needs to decide what it wants to be. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I don't know what the fucking answer is. You know, do you do you say that okay, well then every team plays every game here, okay, but you're giving fucking home games to Melbourne and Brisbane all the time, and they can't be yeah, and then yeah. region home game, home regional. Like it's yeah, and North so. Queensland are also in the same in the same yeah. boat as well, you know. Um, do you see the thing that they're doing at the Roosters Broncos game on Friday night? No. I think it's a positive step. They're doing a type of ticket in a certain area of the thing, and I don't know how much it costs because mm-hmm. I don't fact check anything. But I saw I saw what it includes. And I was like, you know what? This is a step in the right direction. It's fucking you got your seat for the game. 
and then you've got like all you can eat fucking sausage sizzle and then soft drinks and shit Fuck included it. how fucking Fuck. good yeah man if I was in Sydney yep I would go to that I'd go that, that's where my ticket would be yeah fucking smashing like smashing the bunning sausage fucking oath yeah such an easy thing to do inexpensive as far as yep. a hospitality cost you know yeah. cost control standpoint is concerned and um yet something that people going to a footy game would just would, would go fucking nuts for and if the fucking terrorists decide to blow up the fucking gas bottles under the barbecues it's only fucking roosters fans <laughs> and a couple of fucking old broncos fans so really <laughs> it's win 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 <laughs> Storm down at Amy Park, uh, crowd just over the 20,000. Uh, tries to uh, Kafusi, Bromwich, double to Harris, uh, Gooney also with a try. Smith, five of five conversions and a penalty goal. The Raiders, six had a try to uh, Rapana and a goal to Croker. You know, th- there's your, your statement game of the round. Exactly. Especially in a game where it doesn't give a fuck. They they had cemented the minor premiership by such yeah. a long margin. They had they had nothing to gain out of this game other than a continuation of the momentum they've had recently. Um, they could have rested all their dudes. Yeah. Chose not to. Chose instead to make an example. And and I think that's you know, you, someone as, as smart as Bellamy. He sees that. You know, there is something to be said and there is a definite advantage for going into a game with an aura. You know, for, yeah. for going in as, well, you know, fuck And like, to be are. fair, they had the, they, the aura was already there, but momentum is such a powerful thing. Exactly. And if, and if your guys, you know, if you're, if you're sports medicine guys in the team are telling you like, these, they're fucking perfect, don't worry about it. You don't have to, re- they don't need a rest. Yep. You know, they don't have a niggling, any, you know, this or that. Uh-huh then why not just keep the fucking wave going? And I'll tell you what, when you've got coaches of other places talking about, you know, every year, fucking state of origin and this, and it's unfair and blah, 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 Melbourne can realistically burn six games a year. Yeah. Like, they lost six games all year. Yeah. So it is not unrealistic for them to look next year and go, well, you know what? If you make Origin, you can also take a bit of a holiday. Yep. Um, and whether you need it or not, take the week before and the week after, regardless <laughs> yep. of buys, um, and we'll still finish four points clear. Yeah. And when the uh, when the NR- when when the RLPA starts talking about fucking player burnout, you keep your fucking yap shut. Yeah. Because you got it good. That's it. <laughs> Sign this second contract. Um, yeah, so poor old, poor old Canberra. Like fuck, fuck Canberra and fuck Ricky Stewart. That's it. To be in a position that they're in on the ladder. Yep. To be desperate to put their fate in their own hands. Yep. And to, then to come up against, you know, and Bellamy's not afraid to rest players in the last week of the round. He has fucked many a multi for me. Yeah. Um, fuck the super coach grand finals yeah. for people too, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but uh, yeah, Melbourne, looking the oh. goods. And and you know what? I can't even say that this would have been any different if Canberra were playing to get themselves to the 30-point 
or you know yeah. whatever the you know, threshold it. was for that little hustle at the end. And I'll tell you, what, you fucking look <clears throat> at Melbourne's pack. Yep. None of the guys in there, you know, you've, you've got the Bromiches and... Yep. But none of the guys in there are, the, again, the super physical, you know, yep. dominating tacklers, hard hitters, fold cunts in half guys. Yeah, they don't, they don't hit hard, but I mean, they're, they're, dominant, they're dominant tackles in the sense that, I mean, their, their wrestling game is... is yeah, their wrestling on. game's good, but in terms of their attitude, like if that Manly yep. team had come out like they did against Penrith at Melbourne, yep. then what they do is they fucking brace and take it. What they would have done, they would have taken it for about twenty minutes, like Penrith, you know, tried to when yeah. they when they when they actually, you know, when the they'd stem the tide. The storm wouldn't break; they'd wait it out, and then they'd get a repeat set or something, and eventually turn. And they would momentum. frustrate them into yeah, yeah, so yeah. But again, fucking biggest chill. tiger. If you squint enough, you can almost forget it's a storm, so you can really enjoy the beautiful football. Yes, yeah. I was thinking, Dan. I know it's only Canberra, but goddamn, Melbourne are scary good. Yep. Brandon Vaudry. Has the referees just decided to stop officiating against Cameron Smith? The cunt gets away with anything. That tweet could have happened any week. He, yeah, he pretty <laughs> much does. Yeah, just, he co- does, just he copy does. and paste that. Just, yeah, look, just, uh, it's, it is what it is. Uh, the Sharkies 26 defeat the Knights 18 uh, in Newcastle. Just, uh, once again, over 20,500. Fantastic fucking fan response from the Knights fans. They're fantastic. Uh, the Sharks 26 tries to Holmes, Townsend, Braley, and uh, Ramian. Maloney, 4-4 conversion and a penalty goal. Knights, 18, have tries to a double to Fitzgibbon. Uh, Danny Levy with a try. Hodkinson, 3-3 conversions. Yeah, it's... Um, you know, again, you've got teams that are playing playing in the eight. And this, this game, though, too, this game was one of those games that didn't really have consequences on the makeup. I mean, the, the only consequences for this game came into play if Newcastle somehow managed to beat the Sharks by 22 points. Yeah, which, which was never going to happen. Which was, a, you know, an unlikely scenario. Um, it was fun. I was talking to um, Biggest Tiger. Yep. Online, and he, you know, he made mention, and I, th- and I thought it was a, a great point of view. He said that you got the teams that finished down the bottom, happy with their coach, excited about the future, ready to go, and then you look at, you know, fucking my club, Fucking coaches shit. The forwards are pillows and fucking shit like that. <laughs> and you're in the finals. And we're in the finals. <laughs> um, and then fucking Barrett ball. <laughs> so this one was was a little bit deceptive, you know. the The Sharks beat the Knights, and yes, they are the Knights, and yes, they are the wooden spooners. Yep. And a, a lot of people expected Cronulla to maybe score more points mm-hmm. than they did. Um, but the Knights of round 26 are, are not the Knights of, say, prior round 20, I'd say. Yeah. You know, when, when they like around, around Round 13 or something around then. Because they actually started the season off well and only just lost to the Warriors, you know, before you know anyone really knew about the Warriors this year in the, in the first round. So People not knowing about it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. But, look, again, I think out of, out of all the teams that, that are chasing at the moment, and, and I'd say Cronulla is just, you know, potentially could do it. But um, I think the, their game this weekend was the best finals lead-in other than Melbourne. You know, they they look to be clicking a little better. They look they look to be just that little bit smoother, ready to go in. I'm, I'm sure they're far from where they want to be in terms of bottom four. 
Um, but it, or you could say manly. I mean, one of the few games that actually had real life or death consequences to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it could. So, I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, yeah, Storm playing without consequences. Okay. Sharks playing without consequences. Okay, I don't know why you're fucking denying climate change exists, Tony, but... Climate's changing here. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to talk about sharks. And you're fucking dumping sludge in the barrier reef. No, no, I'm, I'm dumping sludge out in fucking Pen- Penrith and let's face it. If you're going to set up a toxic waste dump. <laughs> Auto land. Um, so to, uh, yeah, so, you know, again, um, Newcastle have got plenty to look forward to. Yep. Will it be next year? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Year? Will it be the year after? One day, I can say with certainty, the Newcastle Knights will challenge for a place in the finals. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's a certain team that's getting rid of a British guy. Yep. Gaining a potato. Yep. And a fucking deadbeat dad. Yep. Next year might be Newcastle's year. <laughs> well, certainly to get off the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you set realistic goals. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay, so first goal, not to be the bottom. Like, yeah. Alex McKinnon's not playing in a marathon, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is this going to be a thing now? Like every week, we're going to like pick something that's like... <laughs> uh, Christopher Reeve will not stand for that. No, um, I'm saying he's setting realistic goals. Yeah, he yeah. wants to walk down the aisle for his wedding. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Because he's a romantoplegic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, just when you think you've heard the title of the show already. Let's, uh, <laughs> you have to talk while I type that in so I don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> romance <laughs> is it like I ple- and then plegic or A <laughs> probably because of romantic so we go I P L E G I C and that's the story in real time <laughs> of how <laughs> how a title for the show is born <laughs> when a mummy and a daddy love each other very much <laughs> and there are no boundaries ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, now mm. Speaking of uh, just inappropriate fucking analing, the Doggies 26 defeat the Dragons 20 at ANZ, crowd of over 21,500. Many, many people in attendance to watch the spectacle that was the fucking flame out of the Dragons season. Uh, the Dogs 26 tries to Reynolds, Hopper Jr., Montoya, Tolman, and Leisha by three of five conversions. The Dragons 20. Thompson, Nightingale, Dufty, a Widdop, three of three conversions and a penalty goal. Look, uh, another one in the narrative of not going out there with any sort of of overt confidence in themselves. The commentators, I remember, they were they were saying more like you know they they're banking on the dogs not having anything to play for, and when the initial you know when the emotion wears off and the game gets hard, then they're, they're not going to dig as deep because they don't have to and then they'll come over the top of them. And, yeah, okay. And that, act- well, that actually did happen except the dogs then decided, well, no, we're not going to accept it. They fought, they, they had the big, they had the lead, they got run down, Dragons got themselves the lead. See, unfortunately, uh, the, the dogs as a whole didn't have anything to play for. Yeah. But there's one cunt playing for a contract. 
And uh, wow, I mean, the last like three or four weeks since I don't, it's it's what's going on there. I mean, from all reports, I mean, it's clear that he's been told he's not to, you know, he was just to, you know, to give service and everything and not to, to run. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the whole running game is how he carved up the 20s and uh, and cultivated the, the value on the market that they paid for him yeah. in the first place. But then. So, but what what I want to know is what's happened over the last three weeks. Has Des just said, "Well, I mean, he's been." Is it been a case of well, he's been told that he's, you know, not getting a contract, and that was that was announced. I mean, they had a goodbye for him like a couple of weeks ago, like you know, yeah. in front of the fans and stuff. So, is it a case of Des has said, "Well, fucking do what you want, doesn't matter," or has he just gone, "Fuck, I'm just going to do what I want because it doesn't matter." <laughs> Like where's it come? Where's the decision yeah, for knows? this change come from? Who knows? Look, I've I never paid a lot of attention to Des during games. Did he used to have people around him in the manly box? Oh, he used to have like you know, like uh, yeah. I mean, you you would see no like, more or less uh, than other coaches. No, just say about is, usual. Yeah. Is it just me, or does he look like he's sitting in that fucking box by himself these days? I gotta be honest. I don't pay a lot of attention to it, but I guess. I know, but there are a couple of shots I was doing when they cut to him. Yeah, where he looked to be just fucking on his pattern alone yeah doing Des things um no one around him so but um yeah the the Dragons I think may have paid the price for for a little bit of leadership like they've got these guys that are good at their job and they had a fantastic start to the season and and as cruel as injuries are when Widdop went down this year that that yep. that's what cost them you know the, the two points here or there yep. that would have not put them in this position and really not having anybody to stand up in the middle for them. Like, Nightingale's had a fucking fantastic career. Yep. How is he not fucking eligible for a testimonial? True story. Like, You're right. You're right. I mean, that guy, I mean, he's, rep- he's represented his country. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, uh, I couldn't tell you the first fucking thing about the guy off field. Won a premiership. Won a premiership. On field, I, don't, I can't say he's ever done anything. And off field, I couldn't tell you a thing about the guy, which has got to be the perfect exactly. example that the, the guy's a clean yeah. skin. And that's the thing. Like, you look at players players of his age yep. who are still the quality that he is. Fucking fullbacks down. Okay, no worries. He'll slot back in there and be a fucking serviceable first-grade fullback. Yep. And blokes that he won a premiership with are fucking commentating the game now. Yeah. That's how far removed he is. So, yeah. Um... So in in terms of of longevity and leadership and that that big game experience, two hundred and forty five games. Okay. So fucking next year he signs up his contract. He's there before fucking Easter. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know the fucking best thing about that. Darius will never get a fucking testimonial. Yep. Shouldn't follow Wayne around so much. No. Nah. Um, and he's a fucking kind of a human, so. Alhambra and he was he was that other thing with fucking Ben Tio yeah. that cheek yeah. <laughs> um, plus he trashed that room and everything but that was because that was because of depression though, so it was okay fucking hell yeah so I'd, I'd, I really think in the middle they'd, they could do with some experience you know Ben Hunt's played in some big games yeah that's true but just uh, like where's the <sighs> Like where's the desperation? These guys, yeah. they knew the equation before the before the weekend started. They were out, but they if they Unless if they, they won, all they had to do was win. Yep. and they were in. That's it. 
just just fucking win. They should have come out like Manly came out. Like fucking, there's no tomorrow. We've got to go balls to the wall. Yep. And they did. They, they didn't. They did. They did get to the balls to the wall stage. I feel sort of midway through the second half when they finally yeah. got the lead. But when they got there, did they try and drive it home and you know put it beyond doubt? Well, they didn't try very hard. Yeah. And then once the dog started, once the dogs got close with that that, that try, and I mean, yeah. And then it was you know fucking game. Yeah. You know, then it was all dogs, and I mean you think yeah. And that was that sort of thing. Like it's just that, mystifying to me. Like that that try with a fucking um, almost pass off the ground, and I'm not yep. implying that it was. Yep. I think the pass was fine. Um, that that was one of those times where it was okay. We're giving up on the play. Yeah. You know, someone's got him, and we're done. And and when you're playing for your season, if ever. Yeah. That's when you uh, you can't be so. Yeah, it's it's absolutely mystifying, and for the good Dragons fans, I I feel terribly sorry for you. But overall, I've, I've it brings me nothing but joy, and the reason is because his mother, you motherfuckers, went a week early. You came at us a week early, yeah, you gloating did. about gloating about your your shit team, you know, mm. doing this to our team and this to you know, and Jay's team cop this, and and even old Glenn's team cop cop that. Well, guess what? Well, fucking karma obviously doesn't like somebody that attacks a host that isn't here to fucking you know yep. feel that and give his response. Yep, yep. So unlucky, unlucky dragons fans. Fucking yeah. Jesuits. Yep. <laughs> uh, underscore JDHD. Dragons were kissed on the dick with a soft draw and still couldn't make the eight. We deserve this pain. Mm. That's a rational feeling. GT three fifty one underscore Johns. Yep. Stop that garbage des ball shit and we play entertaining footy and you're welcome, North Queensland. The refs tried to screw you, but we prevailed. I'll tell you what, how fucking brutal must it be to see the dogs in the last three rounds of the year mm-hmm. and knowing next year you're going to lose your hooker and you're going to be adding foreign and woods. Yeah. Fuck. It's, it's like, do they, does a dogs fan feel comfortable? Do they feel confident? Like, you know, they they feel with hope for next year? Surely you can't. You but this be. is the thing. I, I think earlier in the year, they were finally just at that, well, anything is better than this. Yeah. So even if next year is as bad as this one, at least we've tried something different. Yeah. Now, fuck, we can lose something now. Taken like, I mean, like you want to talk about like players that have heart <laughs> and put it on the line? Gems and fucking J-Ray. Fuck me. <laughs> They're the dudes. The yeah. Fucking Gems bit a dude for the club. <laughs> he'll, he'll dead set. He's so passionate about winning. He'll dead set try and eat the fucking opposition players to get an man advantage on the field. He's so fucking aware of what he does for his club that he fucking plays butler in front of referees now with his fucking arms behind his back. <laughs> Yeah, it's my favourite stance in rugby league. Yeah, and then but then now you've got the you know you've got all hamstring. I mean, you think fucking Reynolds scoring a try and then leaving the field. You think that's the thing? Wait to see foreign. How many games is he going to play next year? Double double figures, maybe. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm yeah. very surprised. And Woods, I mean, look, you know, Woods will you know, he'll he'll do okay for him. he'll do that Woods thing. But yeah, but again, we're not in that fucking extra interchange. No, no. Big rumbling forward era anymore. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's like it's also like you know, I guess we'll talk about the Tigers. Well, I mean, there's like so much confidence for them for that. You know, like next year's. You know, we're really turning around on the field since Cleary's been in charge. 
they've slowly got it together a bit and turned it yeah. around. And I mean, like, not amazingly so, but they're certainly, you know, very competitive over the last sort of, you know, yeah. six to eight weeks of the, of the competition. But in saying that, you're chopping and changing so much next year. I mean, you're bringing in some quality players, but there's a lot to be said for, you know, continuity and... Yeah, this year's been a complete... Like, it doesn't matter what they've done this year because they're, they're yeah. starting from scratch again. Yeah. Reynolds has got to fucking play somewhere. You know, sure, things are, you know, things are working at the moment with the, with Lolo and everything in there. They're but also apparently after Moylan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Lolo, I mean, he, he, he had the shits early on because he was supposed to be fullback and, you know, they get rid of Teddy and now he can maybe be fullback. And I, I, tell, you, I tell you what, though. Maybe, maybe Ivan is just trying to be the fucking bizarro Dez and where Dez is just going fucking... Props everywhere. Yeah. Ivan's <laughs> just going, well, fucking, I'll just take halves. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Broncos, they're doing the fullback thing, weren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah a little while ago. But, uh, and I guess, I mean, yeah, he's sort of doing, yeah, you could say clear he's doing the fullback thing too. The Depends on where he wants to play these guys. The, the min maxing. <laughs> um, anyway, where are his tweets here? Cody Girdlestone. I'm disappointed with the loss, but considering we were tipped by everyone to finish 14th, 15th, I have some hope for next season. See, that attitude, that's loser talk. Stuart Marler. Michael Leisha has been much maligned this year, but that performance should earn him North Queensland's Player of the Season award. Yeah. I'd love to see some truthful fucking talk from some Cowboys to see who was doing what. I think, I, I, I'm sure Paul Green was like, you know, they said, you know, you watch the game, and he was like, nah. Come on. Have fucking, show some interest, mate. Like, really? I mean, is, or is it, yeah, you watch it, but you don't want to admit it for some reason? Be just be true. I'll be like, what were you doing then, Paul? Was the fucking one television channel you get up in fucking Townsville? That's a weird bastard child of the normal ones we have in civilization. Playing reruns of Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, were they fucking giving Albie Mangles the key to the city? Because that's about the only thing you'd fucking miss it for. He's straight up pimp though. <laughs> fucking, no, that's what I'm saying. I'd fucking miss a game for Albie. He's Australian as ever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Paul Green's got a fair bit of fucking cunt about him, like, and he's got a lot of cunt about and him. And even, I don't think I never got that. Yeah, when he was playing, I thought he yeah. was like a good. I, he seemed like a nice guy, but now as a coach, he's got like Wayne Bennett fucking readings and man, of cunt in his bloodstream. He's like the uber fucking religious guy who's not happy with the decisions he's made in his life. <laughs> And his brother's fucking left and got the beamer and the hot wife with the fake yeah. tits and the this, this, this. And all of a sudden he fucking loses it. Yeah. He's just this little unstable fucking evil gnome. <laughs> anyway. But honestly, you're in that situation. You're watching that game though, right? Why the fuck not? Because worst case scenario, if it goes the way that you yeah, your hopes and dreams don't dictate it should go. You're on the piss the next day anyway. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Maybe for us sitting down and saying, okay, yeah, because you know what? If that was my team going to get knocked out by the result, mm-hmm. I'd be fucking in it. Yeah. Is that an extension of the mentality of fucking kid gets their high school results in the mail and or university offers and don't want to open the letter? Yeah. Have to... Fucking, I don't know. Like, yeah, but if you said, look, you know, I didn't watch it because, you know, I was superstitious as fuck. I didn't want to jinx the result. It's fine. Okay. No, it's not. It's even stupider. 
Well, no, but if you say, but I mean, if you say that, if you got like, you know, because players have rituals and superstitions and stuff, right? I mean, yeah. these players go through the whole career and they wear the same fucking pair of jocks every, you know, every game, and yeah, yeah, it well, exists. Maybe it's that, stupid. Maybe that's it why exists. the fucking Dragons lost this week. Well, they're scared of winning. No, remember the fucking lucky undies. Who's like? Oh, who's lucky undies? Oh, oh, you mean? Are you talking about Hopper's magic mm-hmm. undies? That's true. No, 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 no. The oh, fucking no? the listener. Fuck. Oh, Lando. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What happened? To, yeah. Okay. We're Lando. gonna. Do, he didn't mention. I mean, what what happened to those? Did they fall apart? I don't know. Did they fall apart in the last nine weeks? Because that's some. That would be some real shit. Yeah. That I'd actually. I'd, I'd, you'd make a believer out of me in some strange shit if that were the case. I'll. Uh, but did, was he wearing them on Sunday? That's the. That's the crucial thing. I don't know. Yeah. But see, now you're almost getting to the stage where you're ready to buy fucking Gwyneth Paltrow's products. Oh, mate. I'll fucking I'll 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 bash a fucking jade egg into my vagina. <laughs> my my yoni is all out of fucking. <laughs> Have you heard the latest one? No, I haven't. Did, <laughs> That's the only one I know. I've got nothing fucking, else. <laughs> um, energy food and drink cards. Was that what, what's the deal? Right, it's a a plastic card with a magnetic strip. Like a credit card. Funnily enough, they yeah. also are plastic cards with magnetic yeah, strips. Yeah, yeah. Um, that have been energized. By you, a process of energizing. Okay. And patent pending, so we don't know it's proprietary. Okay. And you put it under your plate or glass. Okay. To maximize the nutrients you take out of that food. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. what the fuck? I'll, what the fuck are we doing here I'll when st- we could be selling that shit to Americans? <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to the JD. <laughs> we should. We could make up some dumb shit though and sell it to these gullible cunts. Yeah. Wow, Twin Nation stuff to play like those fucking things that Benji was wearing those wristbands, <laughs> <laughs> the Klein stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, nice. Tigers twenty-eight defeat the Warriors sixteen at Leichhardt. Crowded just over ten thousand, but it looked a lot fuller than that to me. Um, Tigers twenty-eight. They caught double. To Kevin Degama, Lola Hay with a try. Masters not fooling also tries Lola Hay four or five conversions. Warriors sixteen come tries to Cutter, two of us a Sheck, Nickel Clockstat, Luke two of three conversions. Still my favourite name in rugby league this year. It's pretty good. It's a pretty fucking good name. Yeah. Chans Nickel Clockstat. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's just got like this. It's got like South Auckland crossed with like Third Reich. <laughs> But that kind of like a, a Nazi, like a brown brown coat with the facial tat. <laughs> so what's the time, Mister Wolf? Cross with time to get in the oven. I'm Jingo Hitler. <laughs> dead, dead. <laughs> There's the British on the roof. <laughs> it's like t- too much weights, not enough Zyklon B. <laughs> Dead. Is it time for the final solution? <laughs> yes. You must throw this one rung <laughs> into the you, oven. I brought you home a be- beautiful feed of rice. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Now this game, like, I was, like going through the going through the emotions that I was feeling at the time, 
I was still in utter delight at the choking of the dragons, and this game to me was an absolute superfluous feature of the the NRL season that didn't need to occur. I didn't give a fuck. Every, everything had played. All of the narratives for the final round had played out. Yep. I was good. Yep. You were good. Yep. That was good. Yep. Dragons were eating their fucking words <laughs> that they that they had spilled at us. Dared to besmirch. And um, and this was just like a those two guys over there. Working shit out. None of my business. <laughs> but yeah, Tigers. They, they the Tigers got to finish. You know, go. You know, it's always good if you're going to go to Bali. I mean, you know, it's better to go with a smile on your face. Yep. And without Robbie Farrow. Yep. Two-time winners. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, you know, you, yeah. You, you made some some very very good comments about the the Tigers just then about how you know anything they do now you know they're, they're losing Woods they're losing Tedesco um, and, and they can turn as much as they like Woods yeah go go nuts yep very re- very replaceable yeah Tedesco though you cannot deny <laughs> gonna leave yeah. a hole and doesn't matter how good a player you get unless it's Moylan still doesn't do things like Tedesco does like kick return stuff. I mean, he's going to bring probably more like ball playing and, and you know, there's things that he's got that Tedesco's got. Like not make the finals. Like <laughs> well, Tedesco does. Well, you know, like Moreland's not exactly fucking lighting up the stage either, is he, at the minute? I didn't say playing the finals, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, you're making the finals. <laughs> um, take part. <laughs> yeah. I see. Mm. <laughs> um, fucking ICC at the moment. But, um... The one thing I see in that team is a, a little bit of cohesion, and there's lots of studies floating around out of US at the moment where they're saying that cohesion, in, in as much as that is a fucking tough currency to measure. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know as well, being the big American sports fan that you are, that that they are all about data and numbers, mm-hmm. not so much statistics in terms of how we talk about them in a game. But, for example, to get into to certain sports, if you do not have a vertical leap of this and the ability to run this far... Run 40 yards in yeah, this. And, in yeah, this. I mean, it, won't, it won't exclude you, but it will make you... you know, fractions of fractions will make you so much more or less desirable to potential yeah, that's suitors. It. And, yeah. and it, you know, it, it's based on, well, okay, nobody that can't do that has ever done... Yeah. You know, and we're not banking on you to be that, that person. The little unicorn fucking you know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um but but they're saying that for team success, not for individual success at certain positions, yep. but for team success, cohesion can be more important than an overall talent pool, than the skill of the coach, yep. than the financial capacity of the organization. And and I'm starting to see a little bit more of that in the Tigers. Like when when you've got guys really celebrating before the tries are scored, yeah, and it's not them going over, yeah, you know that that's when things are starting to look up. And if that's all Ivan's brought to the club this year, then it's more than they've had for a number of years. As as, as much as you were complete fucking abortions on the field, mm-hmm. you know the, that's far from the worst building block you've got. Yeah, fuck um, the Warriors, yeah. honestly. <laughs> 
I see. I, I want to say it was Jason NRL who who uh, who tweeted this. And my apologies if I'm wrong. It had like a just tweeted out like a, an image, which was the the last fucking X yeah, amount of seasons, like that. like potentially greater than six back to twelve. I think it was seasons of the Warriors. The last was it last nine rounds. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't. I'm sorry about. I'm fucking mangling this, but it was basically the gist was, you know, what the fuck is going on with the Warriors, you know, in the last nine rounds of the year, and you just see this a square, you know, a red square indicating a loss and a green square indicating a, a win, and the amount of fucking losses. There so go. there we go. Was, was that last like six? Is it six? Seventeen. Six. Yeah, back to twelve. So from seventeen back to two thousand and twelve, and it's just oh, with the. What is it? One, this two, year is just eight, straight eight, through last nine. nine. So yeah, last nine, nine. nine losses. And nine then losses. 2016 is six. And it's eight the year after that. And then it's five. And then it's five. And then it's another eight. The last, look at that. The amount of, more often than not, they've lost the last game. They've they've lost the last game of the season in the last five or six years. Yeah. No, and every year. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, every year of that. And, and more often than not, they've lost two or three the last two or three yeah and only one two three years have they strung two wins together yep. in the last nine rounds yep um not good fucking hell it's uh can make a jersey though they they well like if there was a Dally M or a premiership trophy for jersey manufacture not just the quantity but also the variety and also yeah. Like, how appealing the variety is. Like, teams make, you know, they've got the home jerseys and they've got the, the away jersey. Yep. They've got, like, a heritage one, maybe. Yep. They've got a indigenous round one, maybe women in league, depending. Uh, they've got a nines jersey. The Warriors, generally speaking, I'm not going to say universally, but generally speaking, all their jerseys... If not, if not all, the, the vast majority are all fucking great-looking jerseys. Yeah. You get a team like the Dogs, when they've got the fucking blue chevron on the white jersey, yeah. that's classic. I mean, it's the Dogs and their scum, but it's classic and you recognise it as that's such. It. The reverse of that, also. But then the fucking golden dog face fucking... <laughs> like, they can release some goddamn abortions. Yeah. I mean, and you know the fucking put Warriors. Bryce Bryce car right in front of a fucking Janome <laughs> and he couldn't come out with some of the shit that the dogs release as jerseys no but if you paid someone 50 grand he could <laughs> zing uh, um. <laughs> look honestly I was just wanting to slag the dogs jerseys off Okay, that's what the, that's what that was all about. Yeah, but right. no but the Warriors I mean like that fiery one and they had the fucking ticky one that was great and you know what they do a fucking great job of incorporating the the culture of their indigenous people, mm-hmm. which you would suggest breeds inclusion. Yep. Um, Given that their side always has very high representation as well. Yeah. On the field. Um. Fuck. What do you, what do, you do? Like if if you're the war, if I say to you, I'm sorry to do this to you. It's not a gift, but I have purchased the New Zealand Warriors or the Auckland Warriors, and mm-hmm. they are now yours. What do you do? Jerry can all the way around, slow motion, walk away, yeah. flick a zippo <laughs> over my shoulder. Yeah, okay. Explosions! It looked cool as fuck. 
he'd look cool in anything they've done over the last six years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, no, honestly, uh, I, I don't want to say... I, I don't know if they can be there anymore. I don't put them somewhere else in Australia. Because I just think it's so... I, it, it's bad for the expansion of the game, though, if, yeah, you, if you do that. Because if nothing else, at least they've... You know, brought some uh, fantastic players out of the 20s that have gone to other good clubs and become, you know, New Zealand representative players yep. who, on their day, under the right conditions, fucking give it to Australia for a couple of, you know, for a yeah. couple of years. Um, so, that, so they're not, you know, they're not churning yeah, out bad this? players. If I own the fucking Warriors... Yeah. To go and sign deals exclusively with the the PNG region and stop this fucking bro culture or whatever they call it of bring players through and get them and all of a sudden yeah it's you know we are a guaranteed stepping stone to a fucking New Zealand jersey and say well fuck off we're, we're not living here in New Zealand if you want to play for the Warriors that's fine but we're fucking playing out of PNG because they've got stadiums over there they've got state of the art facilities we'll fucking get people through the fucking gates every week yeah PNG like minor premiers and fucking Queensland competition they're, they're stepping they're, they're already their shit's already in place and building I would not fuck with that because like no I'm saying if I own the Warriors yeah, that's what I'd be taking advantage of yeah yeah, I'd, yeah I, I, would, I would hope that they, they wouldn't be permitted I'd relocate the cunts honestly yeah, I'd, yeah this is the thing I think it's just a matter of, you know, if you were given the, the Warriors, you you were given an NRL license, and then if you had the ability and you weren't confined to mm. that license having to have to stay as a New yeah. Zealand side, I would start looking at being a Perth or, you know, I don't know about Central Coast, but... No, you know what? I, I feel like the time, is, the time has come back at least to have a look at Perth, the way that... You know they've they've you know just just excised the rugby franchise from mm-hmm. there. But you know what? Fuck Perth. I'd plant myself squarely between the Titans and the Broncos. So it's like Logan or something. Yep. If I had the fucking cash, I would sit there. Probably go Ippy, but yeah, or Logan, whatever. Uh, population of Ippy. I don't know, but they got a, it's like it's a rugby league town. You know what I mean? They've got they've 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 got they've got junior yeah. shit. They you know they you know they've got guys out there. Yeah, I don't know about Logan. Anyway. I mean, Logan does too, I suppose. But I, mean, I don't think it'd be the same extent as it. Which it's just hard. But I think I, I just don't know how you could fix the Warriors and keep them as as they are, but fix that franchise. And then I'll tell you one thing: you you look at everyone who's been involved in recruitment and retention for the last six years, mm. and you would stamp them all never to fucking darken the hallways again. And Look for proof. I would I would look for proven people outside of the. And you know what? There might be some cultural fucking issues if you get some some hard ass recruitment guy in that has no ties to anything. But you know what? But that's the thing, though. I'll Great. tell you, the recruitment guys. If you look at the the recruitment of their players, that's yeah. not where the fucking issue is. Yeah, but remember what I was saying the other week. I reckon it's like you know, just even like the way that rugby league players are brought through in New Zealand. It's just it's just a it's it's just a soft pathway. And so, with the recruitment, you can't just... No, you can't. However, even if you recruit... If you get the best recruitment person in the world, yeah. right? Like, they've pulled 
Hoffman. Yep. Um, and and he hasn't reached the heights personally. He's had a couple of good games. But they got. But this is the thing. They got him at the end. Yeah, they did. But he, they okay. get these, again, like, they get like Lehman. They fucking buy him at the end. Like, let's say with you and and your knowledge of a software program. Yep. If I bring you into my company. Yep. And say, well, you know what? I'm going to fucking pay you anyway. And I'm not going to check that you actually touch the thing. If I come to you in a year's time, are you going to be as sharp with it? Well, I'd, I'd like to assume that yes, because so you know you've got some fucking diligence in your you'd job. Be able, you'd be able to do basics, but I'm saying if you don't touch something for a year and you're not putting effort in, yeah, but you're, but you're saying like if you're, you're you're saying you're telling me that I don't have to and you're not going to check, mm. then I mean, but then then it comes down to what sort of person you are too, like whether you're actually going to do the work or not. Certainly you know does. I mean? So, and even if you are that sort of person, it becomes harder if that's not the culture. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, just, I, just, I don't, I don't know if there is an answer. And then you see, and like the reason why I start talking about the recruitment thing is because then now they've signed fucking Beal and Blair. Who are these guys? At the end, Blair's at the end. Or close to it. Yeah. This is his final fucking thing. You know, Blair... I I know it's popular to rag on Blair. And, you know, he's done some dumb shit and he's had some fucking potato seasons at the Tigers. Yeah, and and what sort of season do you think he's going to have at the Warriors? Knowing what you know... And that's exactly it. You know, Craig Bellamy does not stand for bullshit. Fantastic Adam Blair. Tigers, the whole situation is in flux with just, you know, weak coaches, you know, besieged, you know, like whatever. Potato years. Goes to Bennett, another guy who doesn't suffer fools. Returns to form. Yeah. And he's going to go across to New Zealand where they can do whatever the fuck they please, apparently, I mean, evidently. And watch what happens. He's, yeah. He could take a real. I mean, he's a he's a, what you know a real like grub fucking hard nosed kind of guy. He could go over there and take some kids under his wing and turn them into fucking killers with their natural uh, you know physical abilities and traits. Yep. Teach them some jujitsu. And that's the thing. If, teach him how to choke a motherfucker with his lapel. He, uh, if he only had that in in himself, and it wasn't a Bellamy and Bennett thing. Yeah. If all he did for the Warriors next year was just fucking terrorize kickers like he's done this year. Yeah. If that's all he did, and that was that, well, okay, fucking see what I'm doing. Yeah. See this. Anyway, like he is not like when that when when Manly bought Ben Kennedy. <coughs> I mean, he was he's he created what Mo. Yeah. He created Glenn Stewart. Yep. He created all these guys. Yeah. Just you know by being the guy to take him through, Blair is not that guy. <laughs> he's the dude that's going to get him on the piss. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he been the party guy, you know, and, and talk about the glory days when he yeah. played at a good club that had fucking standards. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't see it. Okay, special grand, oh, not grand final, finals week. <laughs> final, grand, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, <laughs> getting carried away. <laughs> yeah. uh, finals week edition of, uh, of Ask Nat. How are you feeling? Good. How are you? 
I, I, could, I could not be better. I yeah, mean, first thing I'd go. say, like I said to you on Twitter, I was like, high five, finals, finals buddies. buddies. We've done it. How good is we could have, We could have fucked each other up. And we did it. And got and not been res- responsible for one or the other of us being knocked out of the finals, and that would have been a terrible, difficult final quarter. Mate, one, it's going to happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're in the we made it in the finals now, and it is, it is unfortunate that um, yeah, those absolute bottle job moron dragons. Seriously, what little peasants they are. Seriously. Oh, just absolute, Can absolute I now poverty, talk shit about poverty fraud. After oh. after my apology last week, watching them Don't, do what yeah. they did on Sunday. Mm. Sorry. Never no. apologise. I mean, it's a yeah. massive sign of weakness. And speaking of weakness, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Yeah, God, it's now, synonymous with the word, isn't it? <laughs> the tweets the tweets that I got last week mm-hmm. saying, oh, this year, uh, yeah, well, the, the former co-host of the show was a Tigers fan. And so yes. someone was like, oh, th- this year we've gone undefeated against both of the host teams or uh, all the host teams and, pre- yeah. and former hosts. So saying that they beat Penrith twice, Manly twice, and Tigers however many times they played them this year. Yeah. Where did that fucking get them, though? Nowhere, when you can't even beat the Bulldogs who are playing for nothing. Nothing. And, and you know what? I didn't. I mean, like, I'm not a huge believer in history and stuff when it comes oh, to football. So because, true, I mean, like, because squads, cause squads change year to year, exactly. but not only year to year, but they change. Like, but you know, a squad today versus a squad three years ago, oh, totally different situation. Year to year so, versus squad now for some teams. <laughs> Yeah, so if you tell me that if you tell me that a team's won like eleven in the last twelve games or something yeah. against a team, I don't hold too much stock. But you know what? Now I'm starting to believe there may be <laughs> because the dogs, although they have been travelling better over like the final yeah, month of the, the competition, past two weeks. <laughs> ever since they decided to let Leisha run, yeah, um, they've, they've been they've been they have improved. Definitely. But even in that game, I mean, like the, the, I was I was listening to the commentators were like, oh, you know, the strategy is that you know they're going to let them. They're letting them sort of, you know, lose the excitement over the game and everything. And as it gets hard and it gets, you know, you know like 30 minutes to go, they're going to start to realise they're not playing for anything and the Dragons will They did you know, the opposite. Well, they, they, they did do that. And then the Dragons mm-hmm. got in the lead and had a decent lead. But then... Then the dra- yeah, and then but then all of a sudden, then they got a second win and they came back and they yep. scored two late tries to win it. Yep. So... Uh, Look, you know, I'm I'm glad to, I'm glad Josh Reynolds could finish on a positive oh, note. I mean, even though, I even though he went him. off injured, I mean, he. Um, I adore him. I think he's fantastic, Josh Reynolds. It's a shame he couldn't walk off the field. Like you know, a shame that he had he got injured so early. But he scored a try, and ultimately, that you know, it wasn't the match-winning try, but it was it was a difference. It in was the lovely that like that's the last thing he did for them was to score that try, and it's so nice to see someone legitimately so dedicated to that team. He didn't want to go, but at the same time, he's not talking shit about the team he's going to. Like he's saying, he's excited about it. He's looking forward to it, but it was just really, really nice to see him go out on a little bit of a high. Um, yep. he's great. Yep, exactly. And um, I'd say so, yeah, good to see. And I mean, and great to see the dragons after after all that shit. Mm-hmm. Still, they, uh, still choked. <laughs> still couldn't quite get into the finals. So, no. uh, and Cowboys okay. have dead set like Stephen Bradbury their way across that finish line. Like everyone else in front of them has just fallen over, and they're just like, off we go. <laughs> One of the greatest so, Bradbury. Yeah, one of the greatest Bradbury greatest sporting moments we've of seen all in time. the top in the top in the top eight system. Yeah, really. absolutely, that's what they've um, done. So, so yeah. I, although, having said that, maybe not based on, but even based on Friday night, they lost. And like the and the Broncos lost mm. um, Darius, you know, through the game. Yeah. So they sort of you know did come back a little bit. Yeah, they did. You know, yeah. But 
but they were still like throwing themselves, As doing usual, everything they, they possibly could, absolutely oh. throwing their bodies against yep. against the Broncos line, trying to just try and anything to score. They're just, uh, oh, I just, how can you not like them? They're just, I really like the Cowboys, um, and, yeah. and to see them after this year, absolutely demolished with injuries. Um, mm-hmm. It was, I've never seen anything like it. What happened to them this year, and for them to still sneak their way in. That is just, what a great year this has been. <laughs> what a great yep. final eight we have in front of us. And now it's just like, give me chaos. I want the Cowboys to, to win this oh, week. Oh, I'd love to see them beat the Sharks. And uh, you know, go through and whoever they're up against next time, beat them too. That would be Paramount. <laughs> as, long, as long as it's not manly, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> go as far as you want. See you in the grand final and then, then it can stop. <laughs> and then get more injuries so you can just roll them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, think Now... <laughs> What do we got here for uh, for questions this week on Ask Now? Oh, and the first one, well, obviously, uh, this was always going to happen, and I'm surprised we didn't get a 1,000 of these. I mean, you probably got a few of them to your Twitter account, though. Uh, Astronauts is the one I'm going to choose, though. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about your experience. Tell us about your experience of, uh, you know, game day. Game day experience? Oh. Did you, you, end up, you end up going, didn't you? Yeah, I went. And um, luckily we had dinner plans afterwards, so we kind of had something to make the, the night worthwhile. Um, it was horrible. I will say Manly is a fantastic ground to watch football at if you're a Manly supporter. Wow, <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, there was like three Penrith supporters in the whole place, me and my And where were, where were you watching it from? The hill, like the hill, one of the hills. Um, were, you, were, so, you down, were you down close to the to the Fulton Menzies stand or were you down like So we're opposite like, the like, stand and we're, yeah, so you know that big giant hill opposite the stand? Oh, on the short side? Yeah, the short side. That okay, one. the family hill, yep. Yep, so we were there. Yep. Um, and it was, yeah, I love sitting on I love that sort of thing. Like, it's, it's fun. I really, really like that. Um, like, sitting on the hill and all that sort of thing. It's just, it's really good. Um, yep. But, yeah, it was just, it was a piece of shit of a game, wasn't it, for us? <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> for one stage, you know, as I said to you off the air, like, the maths were telling me. Um, when it was, what, 28 nil with, I think, 25 minutes to go, I was like, yeah. you know, math, mathematically, we're going to lose by more than 38 points. And then... By whatever happened, whoever decided that we were going to show mercy, you know, and um, they did, and then we managed to sneak our way back into those finals. So, but yeah, no, not really okay, not at all. I'm terrified yeah. for this week. Perfect, perfect, perfect result for me. It was like it was a yeah, good it was win, brilliant. and it gi- and it gives me some confidence that they actually t- the team can still play footy after the last yeah, month. Absolutely, um, but at the same time, didn't kill you guys either. So yeah. Thank you. Uh, so it worked. So it worked. Out well. Everyone's had friends all round. Yay! <laughs> now, now I've got to ask you after the game. I mean, as if that wasn't the story following the game. I mean, that uh, that you, you you got pounded. Blah blah blah. The next the next story. Then we had the whole Matty Mullen thing, and on Monday, it's uh, they're saying that you know he had some some issues or something, and mm-hmm. and so he he won't be playing for the side again for the duration of the finals, however long that may be. Yeah. As he's having time off for personal issues. And then stories came out that apparently Hook did something or said something to him like training last year mm-hmm. and their relationship's been tenuous at best ever since and he's uh, and it's, it's he doesn't rate him as a coach or he can't work with him and mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. So I've said it like I've said it once, I said it like I'll say it again. When it comes to these stories and things like that, you've got to take everyone with a grain of salt because I mean, some of them might have something behind them, but the media also make up pure shit out of nowhere. If we had made a list of what, the, you know, every news report that you've read this year, we'll have players, you know, with multiple clubs, things like that. So, um, 
I just hope the situation works out the best the best for him, whatever he decides to do. Okay. And uh, and so what do, what do, what do you make of? I mean, is it, did it surprise you that it came? Because because for me he was in, he was injured, and that's why he couldn't play. Yeah. And then I heard stories through the week saying that you know the the club wasn't happy that he wasn't um, rehabbing his injury. Mm-hmm. To the letter of what they were telling him to do, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's and they attributed that to you know to him re-injuring himself you know when he came back a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but other than that, then then for this then there was all this talk sort of after the game on uh, on Saturday night and on Sunday, and then all of a sudden, boom! It's just like okay, now it's a big Monday meeting, and it's this, yeah. and there's an announcement of this, and and yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it took me. So I, I didn't see I didn't see it coming like coming to a head that quickly and that serious severely to the point where it looks like you know he could leave i think that um i think that it had to happen like that um yep. because especially going to finals this this week if they hadn't have done that then we still would have i mean there's still speculation i know um but it would be even worse and it's just it's such a distraction it's not even funny um and i just think it's just yeah it's best for everyone involved that they they dealt with it so quickly um hit, the, hit it on the head straight away like gave him the timeout all that sort of thing. So I think that it was yep. the best thing for everyone involved. And look, that's the way we, we deal with things. We usually just get it done quickly. Um, we address things quickly. So I wasn't surprised that they kind of um, got to move on to that extent. I mean, we've got Gus Gould at the club, who of course is uh, very good with the media sort of thing. Like whether or not he's always being a hundred, you know, like it's a bit of, I know people say smoke screens and things like that, but he mm-hmm. is good at dealing with the media and he's good at shutting these things down to the best of his ability. Yep. So um, I wasn't surprised. So whenever we've got Gus involved, these things are going to be addressed pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, I wasn't surprised to see it come to a head like that. And are you prepared to speculate on how it could finish up? Do you think he'll stay or do you think he's gone? I don't know. Don't know at all. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> and, obviously, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and people people don't realise that it's actually not Jay that is the biggest Maddie Moylan fan on earth. No. It's actually you. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So for him to leave would be unacceptable, and uh, <laughs> and I believe before and, and you and you said off air to me that he's although you know everything you said is you know, like you know club first, club first. That's one player, the one player that you that you rank higher than the club. Yeah, <laughs> and so, to the point that I said, okay, fine. This is this is I'll give you the choice again, so you can say it to these guys. I don't want okay, to say so, that in recorded format. <laughs> so Matty Moylan leaves leaves Penrith. <laughs> Oh, or no, I'm always a Penrith girl. He stays with Penrith. He's, or he stays with Penrith. No, but then they move Penrith girl. to Perth. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they're in Perth or not. Reject the club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. We've got one. We have one more here. Uh, let's see what we've got here. From Giannis underscore Mateus. Given that Bryden's work culture recognises the value of giving opportunities to one of the finest legal minds of her generation. <laughs> Are you concerned that the Panthers are doing the opposite in killing the career of a once-in-a-generation player by not playing Mitch Rain? Do you know what? I'm actually upset he's not playing as well. I actually... <laughs> I wouldn't say he's once-in-a-generation career, but um, I don't know what is going on. Like, Sierra Nicotel actually did okay on the weekend, but I like Mitch yeah. Rain. I think he's done nothing but good things this year when he's been on. So, um, yeah, I'm concerned as well. And, and, and well, I just... I feel that... You have to, unless except for extenuating circumstances, for example, I don't know, like a Jonathan Thurston or something like that. I just feel that in finals, when the pressure's on and everything, I just I think that a lot of times, and like Peter Wallace is not Jonathan Thurston, no, he's not Cameron Smith. Let's even make it position specific. Yeah, I would, I, I'd rather have a fit and a, a 100% fit player 
Yeah, but the then field. at the same time, it's like Peter Wallace is like the greatest human of all time. Like he's literally just – I would feel so bad if we dropped him for finals. Um, <laughs> just purely – you know, he's just the best. Like honestly, who has a bad word to say about that guy? Like he's – I don't know. I know he's like playing literally like 25% right now, but yeah, I don't know. You'd feel so bad, wouldn't you? But I mean, that twenty-five percent. I mean, if he, you know, if he, if he's leaking tackles in the middle or whatever. Yeah, it's a bit of a problem, of course, and offering some yeah. service. But I don't know. Hopefully, he can. I don't know. I don't know. I just literally, I'm trying not to think. Hopefully, about he plays it. exactly the same as last week. That's my. Hope. Oh, this weekend, my goodness <laughs> me! Let's see what happens. Hey, I just, as I said to yeah. you, I'm not confident at all going into this. I would actually probably die of shock if we win this game. But we made the eight. So, oh, yeah, exactly. I, I, I refuse. To, I refuse to. I refuse to even think of winning the game for one moment. Well, you sure? What happens happens. Um, we've we played worse in the last month than we've played well. But do you know what? Like this happened. Last, I was thinking. I was trying to compare it to last year. And when we were going into the Bulldogs final, like we knew we were going to win. We were going to win that game. There was no chance in hell we weren't going to win that game. The Bulldogs were playing yeah. shit towards the end, just like we were. Um, we were doing well. You know, we had a good win the week before. It's exactly the same scenario. You're not going to lose this game. Like, <laughs> sorry, you're going to win. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll talk about it next week. But, you know, look, I hope for the best, mm-hmm. but I don't want to hope too much. Yeah, of course. <laughs> don't you don't want to ever set yourself up for that because you're setting yourself up for massive yeah. disappointment. But Yeah, because even this game, even as, as well as we started this game yep. last week, Still, after like 20 minutes or so, it was still only like 4 0. Yeah, that's, I was really happy at that stage. I was saying to the girls, I was like, Do you know what? For all the possession that they've had, I'm actually really pleased with this outcome. And then that yeah. went to shit pretty quickly, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, they did sort of ram it home a little bit after oh, that. Oh, yeah, but, big time. And then, particularly with that try, the try immediately in the second half, that really ran it shut home me up. We had some men yeah. next to us, and you should have heard me. Like, they were making some comments and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I was being quite sassy. And my mouth was shut by the end of that, let me tell you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, nice meeting you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy finals. <laughs> Sorry. They showed you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so this week we're speaking earlier because you have to go to training. Uh, is what, it's an hour early? Yeah, training? an hour early. And so explain explain why you have to have training earlier. Um, because I thought it was great. we've only had uh, one week to prepare. We've only got the music today. So we've only had one week to prepare for this um, game, whereas usually we have a few more. And we have to be extra good because it's finals. <laughs> So you have, to, you have to put the extras in to learn. And yeah, and because we're up against, like, the Seagulls girls are there too. So we're being yep. prepared. So we have to be bloody good. And I have full faith <laughs> in my squad. We'll win one and, thing. Uh, we'll win one thing that day. And that's a cheerleader. And you're, definitely, and, you, and you're definitely up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Judy? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. so they're, not, they're not going with the tall rotation? No, no. It's all old girls. So the, the longer you've got, been in the squad, the... That's who, that, who gets finals. So I'm. Oh, okay. So, like, oh, so they are, they're finally rewarding the. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the veterans. Yeah. So it's oh, all fantastic. old girls, and I'm. I could not be more excited. Actually, I love it. Old girls. <laughs> no, no, nothing against the new girls, but it's it's always nice to be with the ones that you've been there for like the whole five years with. So, yeah, it's great. Excellent. So a good way. I mean, if it turns out to be the end, I mean, it's a good uh, good crew to end it with, and. Um, yeah, definitely. As, as good as it could possibly be. Yeah. All right, that's it. Best that of luck. Is it. You too. Best luck. Uh, I hope, uh, I'd, I'd like to, you know, do that magnanimous stuff and hope it, you know, hope for a good game. But no, I hope it's I wrapped hope up by halftime. Honestly, do. I hope. It's <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no matter win or lose, we'll have a great chat next week. Yes, anyway. looking forward to it. So send through your, your questions. Hashtag Ask Nat, and uh, yeah, one of us will be smiling next week. One of us will be very morbid. <laughs> exactly. Probably exactly. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks again. No we'll talk to you next week.
previews. Okay, the first week of finals and uh, the rundown to the end of the year. I mean, now, uh, especially with our things like, you know, we'll get them later with the tipping comps and stuff. Pointy end stuff. First game, qualifying final, 2v3. The Roosters play the Broncos in Sydney. Uh, the Broncos really suffered uh, that uh, that second loss to the Eels. Mm. Killed them in terms... I mean, this doesn't, obviously not panic stations, but I know where I'd... If I had a regional ground... When I say regional, I mean like you know, like a one-town sort of situation, like mm-hmm. for the Storm or the Broncos or the Cowboys. You want to play there at all costs because yeah. I mean, it's a true home field advantage. But the Roosters got it. It'll be played in a half-empty cabin. Um, now, Napa and Guerra returning to the starting lineup for the Roosters. One of those is worth more than the other. One of them is not like the other. I can't. I, I was. I saw that Guerra was back in the starting lineup, and I was like, "You fucking what?" Yeah. And especially when you see that, like you know, like like SS, SST gets benched, <laughs> and Guerra comes to starting lineup. Like, yeah. Guerra at this stage of his career for the Roosters, and he is moving on now, I guess. But um, at this stage in his career, he really should be utilised like a Lewis Brown, and, and basically there there to cover a number of things, but used sparingly, if at all. Yes. Um, That's it. A little bit goes a long way. <laughs> The Broncos, obviously, uh, they're the hammy, hammy to Boyd. Uh, Pangai Jr. also hamstring, so that's another injury. Nikarima has trained at fullback all week, apparently. Uh, Benji in at half. And uh, Mead and Arrow come on to the interchange. So, so we've got Benji at half. He's yes. still running Hunt at hooker? Yes, starting at hooker. So they're, they're not doing the... Uh, Am I imagining that Mead played a bit of fullback... I, I I imagine he I, I think he would have because I mean this, obviously what this Nicarima plan wasn't in place because it was forced on them right on tick of half time. It, it, true. However, you know I remember Wayne saying. You remember when he dropped Ben Hunt and he was talking and oh and you know, saying and yeah he Nick, said Nicarima is our seven moving forward. Yep, yeah, he's moving forward. So we're yeah. going to play. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wonder if that's. Um, it might be just a matter of who, uh, you know, he's the guy that's you know, he's put his hand up, or he's he's the guy that they feel is most most capable. Mm, okay. I I I yeah. don't know. I thought that one, you know, they just you know push one of your, you know, what could like could Kahu do it, like you know that sort of thing. But yeah, he was good last week. Yeah, so yeah, good effort. But um, <clears throat> I think if Brisbane are going to stand any chance in this match, their their forwards really have to stand up, and they have to stand up consistently. Yep. You know, Brisbane's forwards are, are obviously damaging their representative quality forwards. Yep. But they've got the tendency to, to almost tag team in games, you know. Um, so Maguire will have his little bursts of, of really putting in and then he'll drop back and then, you know, Blair will, will do the same. Yep. And, you know, uh, well, Sims is, is injured, unfortunately. But um, they don't get that, well, okay, one after the other, after the other, after the other. Yep. And the Roosters forward pack really relish those physical battles. Um, so, uh, to to me, that that's where it's going to be won and lost. A lot of history uh, as well there with like you know letters versus you know Sam Thayde yep. and things like that, where they've had numerous run-ins in the past and you know duels yep. and stuff. There. And the only thing that if I'm just trying to yeah um, yeah Robertson lateral. Mm-hmm. 
has been caught out a few times in defence this year. He does some, like he he does some great things in attack, mm. but he does some monumentally fucking stupid things in defence. Yeah, like he is the the absolute weak link in the Roosters' side defensively because he can be baited so easily. Yeah, into doing when you're talking about making decisions. He can be baited into the wrong decision very, yeah. with very little effort. I feel he will. He won't even need to. You know, you don't need to make him make a decision. Yep. He will come out and just present an opportunity to you. Yeah, and, and I mean, does, I just get the feeling that Gordon doesn't run the defence. Nah. For the Roosters, like I, I love it. Like a man, because Manly through a tremendously long period of time have had. You know, you've had Matthew Ridges to do it back in the day when they were the, you know the greatest defensive unit probably that we've seen in the game, uh, and then like Brett Stewart did it all through his era. I think that's what Latrell. He needs someone behind him saying that is your guy, so he can just yeah yeah you know just be a dumb body and just someone make the fucking decision for him, make contact and get on. And that other that other thing he does where he's got that habit of getting in and knocking down yeah. balls. Yep. Um, yeah, so... Look, that shit has its place as an absolute last resort. It when does. You're do- when you're done, you're, you're stripped for numbers. Yes. And you're done. Exactly. That is, but that's he just goes in like, you third tackle and... And I don't know what it is. You know, is, is that a throwback to his junior days when that shit really wasn't policed as much as it is Or now? when it was like a non... When it was like a... a, a Loose unintention, ball. Unintentional, you know, yeah. unintentional thing and it seemed to go against the other team. Exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, so, anyway. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't think him in the, in the defensive line is enough for Brisbane to get home. Um... You know, to, just based on on how many metres will be eaten up the middle. Yeah, look, I, I think... Look, neither side was uh, incredibly convincing uh, last week. I feel like the Broncos w- were better. Uh, but I don't know, I just think... Boyd's too big of a loss. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And so I'm thinking the Roosters, and it's you know it's not sudden death for these guys. And the Broncos will you know they they'd be very happy to come back to Suncorp the next week. But this this game is also to play for the right not to be on the Storm side of the draw going forward, right? Uh, hang on. I think the lo- yeah. the loser of this game is on track. Ends to up play on the, Melbourne. Ends up to play, yeah. So, mm. and I'm sure that no team are thinking of thinking that. In, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure no one's thinking that we are uh, we going to get storm. We're going to, yeah, that's certain death. We don't want to do that at any cost, you know. Yeah, but, but as a fan, <laughs> it's more comforting. That is true. To know, and it's a terribly defeatist attitude to think, fuck. Well, you know, we can get to the grand final and be the one that loses to these guns. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's yeah. that's the factor. Uh, I'm going to say the roosters. Okay, what do we got then? 1v4 at 4.10pm. Very specific time of 10 past 4 on Saturday. The Storm take on the Eels. Look, the Storm are pretty much... Just based on form, you can't go past Melbourne in this, can you? They're, they're full, you know, full strength, I mean, pretty much. I mean, like, Finucane returns, uh, Glasby returns, they're dropping Rochow and, 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 more importantly, Nate Miles out of the side. Yep. Um, the Eels, unchanged lineup. 
weren't terribly impressive last week, and if they bring that shit from last week into a game in Melbourne against the Storm, uh, they're going to get yeah. lapped. Yeah, that's it. Manamau comes back in for the Eels. Um, yeah, uh, again, there's there's the obvious outlier in Semi. Um, because he, with a couple of well-placed kicks, that that's one, maybe two tries. Yeah, well, that's he has, on him. Yeah, they got, he got they you know they got a semi, but you know they got uh, a Verney, and then they got an Ado Car as well. They do. And, uh, I I don't see Ado Car stopping semi on a break, so I, I don't see him actually bringing him down. Semi's too strong. Yeah, and you remember when Melbourne played Souths? And Gooney made that break and got run down by Crichton. Yeah. And had to put the kick in yep. for Adokar. Yep. I, I don't think he catches semi on it. And I'm talking about one of those ones he's been doing when he starts in the 10 or the 20 and is away. Yeah, I don't, I don't hold it. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like a match race sort of situation either. I mean, no, you don't, no, no. Yeah, but, I, I, um, I don't hold a lot of stock in that. I think he's... But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think Parramatta will go out and structure Melbourne into a loss. Yeah, and then and, and pass it to Semi. I mean that old fucking twenty thirteen tactic, that ain't gonna get they ain't gonna do it against so, the Storm. No. So Storm in Melbourne. Look, you just have to say, look at the form. Like they, they won the minor premiership by such a long margin. They've looked uh, great. Uh they seem to be, you know, in, in great uh, in great health as a club. There's no it doesn't appear to be any niggling things, especially to the key players. I mean there's absolutely no reason why you would ever pick yeah. against them. And for Parramatta is this officially the record for the longest time that you have had a non-centre playing as a centre? With fucking Takarangi somehow still in a four? Well, it's like, almost like a non, non-first grader. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far. But. Oh, I fucking... I hate him. And I, know, and I, know, and I, just, I know it's just the look of him. <laughs> Dreadlocks? I just, uh, I just, I just, he just rubs me the wrong way. You're frightened too. by brown people, Tony. Yeah, but no, he's not at all though. He's like he's he's like like a, a, a white dude that like you know he looks like he doesn't know how he is, but he looks like a white dude that like listens to too much corn and got dreadlocks because of that. I was just gonna say, oh, I was gonna say he looks like snow, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Melbourne easily. Okay, uh, elimination final six v seven. The mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Pennies Panthers, and uh, this one at Allianz uh, seven forty p.m. Once in very specific timing. Um, the Mighty Manly Seagulls, no changes. The uh, Penny Panthers, unchanged as well. Uh, although Matt Moylan, uh, the the the, uh, the pantomime of Matt Moylan potentially maybe one day playing has been removed, <laughs> and uh, as a uh, Jerome Luai comes onto the extended side. I, I would love to have Edwards back for this game. Is he going to be back though? I don't know what his status is. I don't think he was close last week. I no, neither do I. They were talking about Moylan being more close, yeah, you know, closer than he was, and obviously that's not a factor now. Yeah. So, uh, what was what actually grading and everything did they have on his injury? Don't know. Yeah. So, so you would say he's no chance of coming back. I haven't even I haven't heard any whispers that oh maybe you know I haven't none of that. No. I mean, does does Farre actually play fullback in this game? Uh, Look, I prefer DWZ on j- just for what fucking. Bean does in defence. Like, did you see last year mid-game? Yeah. They fucking pushed him out and, and yeah. kept Fari in there because he understands how to fucking 
read attacking situations. And he's a natural centre as well. Yeah. Like, so I, mean, um, I don't think he did a bad job at fullback either, mind you. No, I not mean at all. the 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 shit that transpired, I don't think had it, I don't think any of it was on him. Not from, at all. From from memory. Um not at all. But yeah, but I mean, you know, that Blake shit was one hundred percent on him and uh and yeah, just to have an have an experienced centre in there yeah. is you know, it's it's a good thing. Hundred percent. Um look, couple of things. You fuckers obviously played your grand final last week. You haven't put two good performances together in a row all year. That's that's not that's not true. You haven't put two good performances together in a row all year. As I go to league live, I didn't say you haven't won two games. I no, I'm, I believe me, I'm intimately and aware of like, how of how well performances, <laughs> how, how good performances you, were. You also have in Dylan Walker the fucking. Robbie Farrah of centres. You've got to be fucking kidding! Like, what for, are you talking for some about? Reason, now? For some reason, head. for some reason, everyone at his club thinks he's fine. Um, has cost New South Wales an Origin game with complete fuckery. Didn't cost New South Wales a fucking Origin game. Get the fuck out of here! The dude had seven minutes of game time. That does not cost anybody. Yeah. When you fucking nutbush city limits to the right instead of getting up and playing the ball to try and get a penalty or you just want the fucking game to be over because you're nervous that fucking Dugan's taking your green whistle as well as his you are, the, you are at least the fucking Robbie Farrer of centres absolutely ridiculous. Um, the ridiculousness only th- the only thing that worries me about Manly um, it, it's not so much what Penrith have it's what they don't have and it's the only natural foil to DCE is a Queensland state of origin player a Queensland (laughs) state of origin player in the opposing team sends Daly back into his natural cuck state (laughs) where where he is desperate to turn around and actually present Almost, almost like a, a a submissive baboon giving Thankfully, giving its you don't buttocks. Have, like not even Queensland origin. You don't have anyone of any origin quality in your side. Matt Moylan's a dual positional player. How many origin games did he play in twenty seventeen? Exactly. Same as DCE. Zero. DCE is an issue though. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to say that there has to be a Queensland origin player. Moylan's not even good enough to play for New South Wales. Well, I'll tell you what, you, you said before that no fucking player's thinking about being on Melbourne's side of the draw. Mm-hmm. Daly's sitting in his bedroom thinking which fucking trading card he's going to get Cam to sign after the game. <laughs> such, such as he, So you're saying that he's actually thinking ahead to the grand final? Oh, he'll be on the fence. That's positive. That's a positive a positive mindset. No, as a fan. I'm glad, no, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's thinking of the grand final. I think as a participant. Now, look, I don't. The, the the thing is, I don't know how Penrith actually, unless Manly like completely like capitulate and don't play anywhere. Like if they play like forty percent as well as they did uh, the other week, last week, that's like the only ingredient that can change. Like because Peter Wallace, the motherfucker, still only got one hand and like you know half a rib cage or whatever the fuck's wrong with him. Mm. He's still busted as shit. Yes, he is. Tamau's still fucking garbage. Blake's still a sieve. Peachy's fucking cuck, fucking Walker's cuck. Farre, 
solid player, but he has he isn't Dylan Edwards. Mm. I just I I just don't know where it's where where change comes from. I agree with you. I we mean, have K- K- too K- many is, is Katoa better than Wallace, or did he just you know did he just benefit from coming on from the time it went into into garbage time when it was the game was over anyway? No, just, it, it's not. A, it is definitely nowhere near the level of Cook and Farrah. Um, but yeah, Katoa is is a different style of hooker. Yeah. Um, doesn't have anywhere near Wallace's kicking game. But, you know, may- maybe it's what we need, so. Um, yeah. But, like I said, when, when looking over that, fucking Brown, Cartwright, Merrin, Tamau, you know, out of that forward pack, RCG was was in there fucking trying his mustachioed guts out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's always good. And and he is, you know, captain coach of the underrated 13, but... It just fucking blows my mind that Brown has... He's one of those players. There's a 13 to, to calculate. Potato 13. The cunts who own the goat picks with the, of the coach. Yep. Um, there's... Like, look, may I offer the first fucking pick to play? <laughs> captain coach, Lewis Brown. <laughs> Believe me, this is a, this is not a fucker. This is not a beat on penalty thing. Tim Brown, oh, oh he's yeah, there. no, 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 no. He starts. Hang on, are we fucking getting some Illuminati shit going here? What Brown? Tim Brown, <laughs> Lewis Brown. Yeah, but Nathan Brown reversed the trend this year for the Eels because he was he was definitely he was definitely one of those. He was in the team, yeah. But he's graduated to a real player this year. Or he's fucking. I think he was the Eels player of the year, and very deservedly so. Um, who the hell is Browns? Um, fuck, coached by Nathan Brown. <laughs> oh. Was it Tim Brown? Yeah, so that's you got you got that guy. That's the one we're talking about. And yours, no, the, uh, I'm thinking of Tim Smith. Yeah, no, it's not even fucking Brown. Anyway. Uh, Smith is practically Brown. I mean, he's a cousin. <laughs> but look, look, I mean, yeah. So no, look, I, I agree with you. I, I don't see where the mongrel comes back. I, I don't see where 16 points... And, like, you know, and that's... If you if you want to you give full credit to the 12 points and so they weren't garbage on, I don't see where 16 points of, trend, you know, of turnaround oh, look, comes I, from. I see quite easily 12 points in that discrepancy come from putting fucking Wonger on the wing this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's, the, but, but what's the... What's the say that... The, 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 no. Kelly just doesn't fucking step step to the, to his left instead of his right, and 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 make him make a fucking decision that leaves Matty right out there like, ready to again. go. Again, it's just look. Yeah. I know. So don't try and understand it. No, no. no. <laughs> with Kelly, be ha- be happy with cocaine. Don't ask for crack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, look, I, I would love for Penrith to go through, but but after last week. Um, I don't see enough in that team to change that. Yeah, and if the results go the way that we've we've thought, uh, it would be great to have Manly up here in Brisbane beating the Broncos. That would be. I I, I would I would maybe. I'd prefer fucking, to be playing Brisbane this week than Manly. I would nude up and fucking streak down. <laughs> I will fucking oil you up beforehand to make you a tougher rest target. <laughs> I got a good step. I'm not going to have the security for pace, probably, especially after about the halfway mark. <laughs> but yeah, 
Um, no, so I, I would like that. That would end, even if that was the end of the season. Then I'd still be like, okay, that'd be you know, that'd be something. But I just look. I'm I'm not super confident, but I just feel like I just. It's just more the fact that if like it's you know, it's just a, if Manly replicate what they did in the first twenty minutes last week, then I think they'll win no matter what Penrith do. Yep. Uh, but even in saying that, I just don't know what Penrith can do to reverse it anyway. Um, yeah. And like you know, whether they get they get charged up because there was like you know perceived slights from Dylan Walker. The thing is, they've got they, instead of. But this is the thing. Fuck off about your perceived slights. Think back to this time last year, right? Yep. When you had, again, an energetic forward pack, and halves that had a plan. Do you remember what we did to Canterbury in the the final last year? Yeah. And everyone was fucking freaking out. We didn't kick. Yeah. We took the tackle on the fifth. Yep. Right. But. We took the tackle on the fifth in the fucking corner. Yep. And we just absolutely fucked them. We weathered the storm. We played our game. Yep. We played territory. Yep. And that's when the fucking flamboyance came through. Yep. You know, it... Anyway. Yeah. I was trying to... <laughs> and and this is where, this is where like, you know, I'm not going to go like soft draw or anything, but but this is when the... Unconvincing long winning streak. No, it, it, it kind of yeah, it, it, it kind of it, it that sort of shit wallpapers over a lot of cracks. But it's it's fucking oath it does. Yeah. But it's when you have a coach that is so fucking inept at actually managing people mm-hmm. that all of a sudden instead of well okay we we can do this we know this we draw from our successes and this is what we do moving forward. Yeah. He's just fucking frantically reacting to try and get things together to yeah. to get people to make fucking tackles you know um, yeah it, again not rocket science yep and finally 5v8 elimination Sharks take on the Cowboys also at Allianz mm. this one Bird and Graham back yeah key Wade back in the side that's it such a critical player for the Sharks yeah. Uh, the Cowboys, unchanged and unchanged for you know, more or less the team they've been rolling with for the the, the largest part of the season. Yeah. Uh, look, you just you cannot fucking you you cannot sleep on the desire of the Cowboys. However, if the Sharks are going to defend their shit, this is it. There's no tomorrows, but also they need to. Like they've got to put the complete performance together. I mean. Yeah, and the the sharks aren't the sharks of last year with with the same strike power. Yep. But you know, I I think that they will be more than able to account for for the Cowboys. Basically, if you if you can contain um the playing JT, yep. not, not the biscuit JT. Yep. You, you're sixty sixty five percent towards controlling it. And, and honestly, the Sharks, if, if they can just focus on a good fucking last tackle kick, yeah, whether it be to to uh, for field position or if they're up there attacking to you know you know to yeah. gain a repeat set, that, and just cut out the, the the fucking idiot penalties. If they could just do those two things, yeah, yeah, they would be. Oof, I don't know. They would be twenty percent better, and you know what? Twenty percent better of what they've been doing is plenty. 
I think, for this game. It, it, That's it, something to work on yeah. and to build a title no, defence off. I agree, 100%. Is that shit going to fly in week two when you're playing against, you know, what, the Storm or the or the Eels? Mm. No. But you know what? Against the Cowboys, down on troops, scraped into the eight. Yep. All these, all they've got, I mean, they've got some, you know, Michael Morgan's fantastic. They're, all, they're better with Tamari Martin than them without. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lockie Coote, mostly, it's great. Yep. I mean, he's had some fucking monumental <laughs> special special games, but generally speaking, I mean, he's, you know, yeah, he's a good... And, you know, you can't ever sleep on Tamalola. I mean, that guy's amazing this year. So, I just feel like this is the time where the Sharks, they've, they've pretty much got their side sorted. Yeah. Just cut out the dumb... Fu- just get some discipline about your play. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's all. That's all it will probably take to beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to have some some desire and emotion, and they're going to try and ride that wave into some epic, mm. desperate attacking raids. Yeah. But it, that yeah. shouldn't be enough. The interesting thing did did you read the the interviews with Maloney about when you know when he came back and now it's he came back from his hand. People no. talk about that. And, and again, I'm only hypothesising. And I know that there's long-time listeners of the show that know James mm-hmm. and know him personally, so I'm not very well. I'm not casting any aspersions on on him as a human being here. Go on. But he he seems to me to to love a bit of an, an excuse. Like the, you know they were talking about. Well, hang on. Do you know you rate whatever number it is in missed tackles for the league? Um, and he was like, oh well, that number just depends on how you count them. So a lot of times I'll come in and bump off a guy. Yeah. And I've stopped all his momentum and they just finish <laughs> him off. <laughs> That's a mistake on me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you know, in the bedroom, if you go and bump into your wife and another guy finishes her off, you know what they call you? <laughs> Rhymes with fuck. <laughs> but, no, seriously. Um... These sharks to me seem seem a little bit less Flano's team, Gal's team, Ennis's team. Yeah, and there's a little bit more of that. Oh, she'll be right, mate. Yep. About them. Well, when you that's haven't won a risk. premiership in your history, mm. that's a lot of. There's a lot of, and you get you get into the finals first, then you get into the next week. There's a lot to be said for the fucking the the wave behind you and the and the desire that extra you know desperation, and sure every player should have that desperation in yeah. every game to try and achieve that you know that goal. But when you've broken the fucking duck like that, I just I feel like there's players like Fafita and stuff where that's is a fact like it, it, they're not they're not as hard, trying as hard. Nah, hundred percent. I'd hate to think that... I would fucking hate to think that was the case of a team that I supported or anyone in that team. Yeah. But there's just some real lazy fucking lazy cunts yep. at times. 100%. You know what? I reckon Gallon wants it. He'll try his fucking nuts off, but... I don't think Gallon's smart enough to realise how to try his nuts off within a team. Well, no, but I mean, you know, his, his version of trying... You know, his version of, of trying his nuts off is rush out of the line and fucking... Yeah, and also, you know... Give away Put his hand up and try and take X amount of hit-ups no matter where they are on the field and what the context is, and, you know, in the 20 and that sort yeah. of thing. And, you know, and, and while on, on, on face value in his head, it's like, you know, I'm fucking doing everything in my power 
to you know get his team over the line, which is not it, which is not a terrible mind. You know, yeah, no, you know God, that's, no. that's a, that's an admirable quality, but the, the ability to stand back and look at it an overall like umbrella of a team and what's required yeah. for the team. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Sharks, sharks because I have to. But you know what? I do love fucking chaos. I would love to see like you know this Parramatta upset, Cowboys upset, yeah. Cowboys get the fucking storm out of there. It's just some can't just get the storm out of there and just make it a thing where everyone goes like, oh, what the? Who the fuck is going to win now? Who the fuck's going to get into grand final now? Let Man, alone win. Im- imagine the grand final being like forty to thirty six, just a fucking defense free trifest. Under twenties, fucking extravaganza. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. People would be like, you know, they'd be entertained, right? Fuck. Jesus Christ. Not as entertained as this long-ass fucking show, though. That's full time for episode 271. Thanks for listening. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. Also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Uh, make sure you share shit around, spread around, and retweet Twitter people. Let's get some retweets of the show, stuff going around. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't get retweeted, it definitely does uh, a lot, but uh, there's plenty more that can happen there. iTunes, no new reviews this week. You're coming to the end of the uh, time for reviews. And I did fucking I'm just going to put a shout out there. Speaking of reviews. Yes. And don't fucking do it now. But Aussie Jag. Yep. I fucking saw you with your X Factor bullshit. <laughs> I fucking see you. <laughs> fucking stop it. <laughs> I'm leaving it there. <laughs> so. So reviews with uh, talking about X Factors and stuff. Very welcome and appreciated. No. Supercoach has come to an end for the year. And the Wendells. Michael is the winner. With uh, and he's won by, well, you know, we both play super super coach. I mean, you know, some people more in, more intensely than others. But I have a username and password. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I, I basically did touch my team after about week nine. Matt but um, still my captain. Yeah, uh, he won by over second place. NZ underscore Magpie fifty four. He won by one hundred, sorry, two hundred and th- and three points. <laughs> That's fucking nothing in the scheme of things when you're playing over. How you know, twenty six rounds of games, but I mean, yeah. well, it's less less four game four rounds before it starts. So, so what's that? The, the total number of points. That's the total number of points. That's not a versus. Thing. That's his. That's his total number of points scored Fuck by yeah. his team. Fantastic. That's a like his average per round was one thousand one hundred thirty three point mm-hmm. eight versus one thousand one hundred twenty six. Even you speak in Chinese, and so he's uh, overall forty eighth overall. That in is the, sensational. In the, the hundred thousand or however many motherfuckers played Supercoach. So that's, Fuck yeah. And uh, NZ underscore Magpie fifty four. He uh, he finished one hundred forty fourth overall, which is also fantastic. And another shout to Ebenezer Rascals came third. He finished nine forty two. So let that cunt coach the Warriors. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously fucking knows how to you know get talent. Uh-huh. <laughs> Under a cap. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking arguing with the hard cap. <laughs> hard cap. <laughs> 
fucking Kearney gets out there. Uh, so congratulations, congratulations, uh, the Wendells, uh, fantastic. We're on on top or certainly in the top two for almost you know the yeah, entire well season. So well done. Um, also congratulations to the winners of the various leagues we have running in order, uh, from the Twill One through to whatever. Uh, Kingy Pub Crawlers, Ebenezer Rascals got the win in the league two. SFC cleaned up Supercoach this year, as you'll see. He won League 3. Sismi Timbers won League 4. Uh, 101st Airborne won 5. Beaver Fever uh, won 6. SFC won 7th. The Mini Cats won 8th. And SFC on ninth. So there you go. So he came in, would have come in late and filled in some slots in those uh, later leagues. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And uh, fucking good job. Tipping. Lynn. Am I winning? Yes, you are. 135. One point ahead of Mad Dog. Then we got another point back to Matthew Brella and another point back to Thacko's. Then we've got uh, another point back to DSAP, Kylie, uh, and another point back to Hebby underscore Nova, Jimmy Pop, TBI Dragons, and Fabs. So I'm prepared. So we've got four games this week, Mm. and then we've got two games, two games, one game, right? Yeah. So total of like nine points on offer. For the rest of the whole tipping league. Yes. Um, it's nine out of nine. So I'm prepared to say, given the fact that people are going to get three and four right, you know, unless there's massive catastrophe yeah. fucking tip. Um, so I think that really, I'm almost going to put it down to a two-horse race, maybe three. That's maybe fucking three, unfortunate. But, but probably a two-horse race, so Mad Dog versus Lynn. Well, you're going to see if Lynn wants to fucking support the cloakers or she's going to she's going to tip manly and win. get a point and uh and mad dog's going to tip manly and get a point too because there's no one in that top 10 that's going to tip against manly because you want to actually get the point sometimes you know look tip-ons works <laughs> sometimes sometimes but yeah i think it's like two mm. maybe three horse race it would have to be an absolute catastrophe every every underdog winning plus someone picking every underdog yeah, that's it. to change it so I, do, I feel like it's a, a two horse race Lynn and Mad Dog fucking go for it Lynn has the uh, has the has the head start uh, match race there you go nine points on offer let's see who can uh, get it done yeah good stuff that's it this is going to be the longest fucking episode in history just the two of us speaking has you know got it up to like you know, three hours plus I'll add in the stuff with Nat and then um, well, we had some actual fucking news this week not that's true but so. um there you go. Note to self: you don't take fucking don't take limitless drugs because <laughs> the episodes get super fucking long. <laughs> oh, that's it. See now, you next hang week. on, hang on. Just to clarify, oh, yeah. you don't mean limitless drugs, as in uh, as lots like a, of drugs. as like the sizzler of drugs. No, <laughs> because that would be an amazing place if it existed. <laughs> oh, you, you, you mean? Cognitive enhancers. Correct. Yes. Nootropics for those who know. <laughs> but that's it. Anyway. Lovely. Bye. Yeah. But tell you what, I'm, I'm going to... We're talking about that idea to sell. I, I start like a, a, a buffet. <laughs> have to be somewhere like... A, in America, you can do like a, like a weed buffet. Yeah, you know, with Different products. Do it on a fucking ship in international waters. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's all good in theory. But you, know, you, you do... You know, you, you got the piracy concerns as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's the international important. waters thing though—that would be off the hook. Yeah, you can have a fucking like cockfighting to entertain this, the people. As soon as the fucking pirates get on board, you just fucking—I'm the pirate now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Nice. See Bye. you next week.